Hey, what's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play this week on the Jock and Nerd podcast. We are at full geek saturation as we give you our spoiler reviews of Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 2, and Marvel's epic Avengers Endgame. Plus, more celebrity audio. We're on a new platform. There's a new way to listen and comments and voicemails from you, our amazing listeners. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Saturday, April 27th, 2019. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock and Be nerded. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, what's up, listener? How's it going? Thanks for joining us this week, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, giving you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock! He's the Nerd. And that fantabulous, felty, frothing in the corner... Well, that's Mr. Rug Boy. Rugs, how's it going? I got the flux capacitor. Yes. How many gigawatts is it at? A lot. Two point seven gigawatts, Marty. Yeah, at least five. That's the that's a different time travel movie, Rugs. Oh, you need to deal with quantum uh, quantum physics. We're dealing with quantum physics. Quantum leap with Scott Bagula. I love Scott Bagula. Anthony, let me ask you this: We are at peak. Geek fucking culture right now. Oh, shit. Geek mode. If you think about all the things that are happening, it's one of the weeks that I'm really happy to have a podcast. Yes. You know, we have Game of Thrones building up. You got Game of Stones with the Avengers. Uh, and just everyone. And like, how does it feel uh, to be a part of this fucking shared global pop experience? This is the greatest week in nerd history. Is it I mean, not? We, this episode is being released on the same day that the Battle of Winterfell is happening. Yes. So, yeah. Holy I'll, shit. I'll, you know, hopefully it lives up to expectation. I kind of trust the writers on this. So, but this, along with Endgame, I, I can't think of a better week in terms of uh, long form nerdy fantasy sci-fi comic book storytelling than this rugs have you ever thought of another time like this like this is unprecedented i think this is like a once in a generation uh lifetime event well i mean i was i'm really hyped this week this is the most hype i've been in years yes yeah but i think the first spider-man movie yes i've been waiting i was waiting for that my whole entire life this is up there so, with Batman 89 and the first Spider-Man yeah, movie to me. Those two movie going experiences like changed my life. Absolutely. The Matrix um, revolutions. Yeah. I mean, the, the, not the, what's the, the second, second one? one? Something. Matrix I was really reloaded. hyped for that one because yeah. that for that first movie snuck up on me. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be awesome, but this is like, I've been anticipating it like for 10 years. So the only thing that beats that is Spider-Man. I've been anticipating that movie for like 30 years before it came out. Jeez, how old are you? Really (laughs) old. 439 (laughs) years old. 776 (laughs) years old. Rugs. I'm as old as Thanos. I don't know if you can handle any more hypeness, but I'm about to get you even more excited, Rugs. I have two amazing cameo shout outs from our listeners, and both of these are going to get you excited. I want you to comment right afterwards. Why do you want his comments? Because he connects with both of these 
people. You can comment too, Anthony, but you, yeah, I don't think okay. you know who these fucking people are to begin with. <laughs> so I, I'm going to get reactions. All right, you ready, Ruggs? Go for it. Here's the first one. Hey, it's Michael Rosenbaum, and Whoa! you are listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Why? Because you, my friend, need to keep up with all the latest superhero and comic book TV and movie news. And wow. nobody brings it like these guys do. Check them out. Uh, that's, that's pretty amazing. TV's Lex Luthor. My, one of my favorite Lex Luthors of all time. A lot of people have said this is probably, like, he's the best Lex Luthor on yes. screen that, that we, we've seen. Uh, that's fucking awesome. Anthony, uh, comment. You showed this to me prior to this show, <laughs> yeah. and I went, Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck uh, is that? Uh, so, yeah, nothing for me. You never I watched never, Smallville? I never, I've not watched one episode ever of Smallville. Wow. I watched the first uh, season, uh, but yeah, TV's Smallville, uh, Lex Luthor. Smallville came out when I was in my limbo phase of not really enjoying comics as much. You were still like, ugh, that's nerd shit. Yeah, no, it wasn't that it was nerd shit. It was more, ugh, that's on the CW. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It no, was. I'm not watching this teenage bullshit. It was back in the as day. As a teenager, yeah. too, I was saying this. Show wow. went, and the show went on for 10 fucking years. All right, Rugs. Here is another one that you probably will get you excited. Here it is. <sighs> Hi, it's I Pitcher. Oh my god. If you wish there was a stern show for Deep News and what sports, there is called the Jock and Nerd Podcast. And they want you to check it out. Google Jock and Nerd Podcast. The show features Rug Boy, the oh. Beef Chow Main Eden Puppet. Comment rugs. <laughs> That's high pitch Eric from the Howard Stern Show, legendary uh, caller, whackpacker. Part of the whackpack on the Stern Show. I can't show. believe that a whackpacker from the Stern Show, a show that I listen to on a daily basis, mentions my name multiple times. Oh, shit. I thought you'd love that. Anthony, <laughs> comment great. on this one? You showed me that one, too. Yeah. yeah. Again, didn't know who that was. Also, his face looks like a giant hairy nutsack. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's... He's hideous. He's, he's fucking hideous. Yeah, he's that's the whole that's the whole charm of him. Is it? And does he talk like that the entire yes. time? Yeah, he's high pitched Eric. Of course, it's in his name. He's got to talk like that. He's got to lose his voice after two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they say that it's his real voice, but I don't believe it. No, that's not his real voice. I saw what he looks like. That that uh, if it is his real voice, I don't. Something must have happened. But he's the, one of the ugliest dudes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Well, you know, you've seen me. This is from you're way better looking you're than way high pitched Eric. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, well. <laughs> This is from uh, Rugboy's biggest fan on the interwebs, David Mobley. Now he does love me. I've retweeted. You can. He listens to the show. I think too. He does love you, but I've tweeted this video, and I want the listener to go watch this video because I'm just going to point out one thing. I don't know if you guys noticed Rugs watching Fuck this gross. video. At one point in the video, a little piece of white something comes out and lands on his lip, and it sticks to his lip while he continues the video. And the very last frame of the video. Uh, it disappears. Oh, shit. Right back into his mouth. It, yeah, he's disgusting. It's amazing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and my God. If you've never listened to the Howard Stern show, all they do is they hit him with fish. <laughs> like, they do stuff. Oh, my God. They, they, they had a shit-tacular where he, like, they see they weighed how much he could shit. So they, he, they would, he would crap into a bag, and they would weigh it. Unbelievable. How much, Good for so them. The most disgusting. I'm glad those shenanigans ever. are still happening on the radio. I think I'll, a porn star slept with him, like, like, uh, to wow. At one point, and she was, they had like audio of her, like, crying immediately. Wow. After. 
Well, thanks to our listeners for getting us these amazing drops. They will be used in some form or fashion. Uh, and one last thing before we begin, listener, we are now officially on the Pandora's. Nerd. Oh, yes. You can add us to your collection in Pandora. Uh, hello, Pandora listeners. If you are listening there right now, pretty exciting. How do you guys feel now we're being on the Pandora? Will you say hello to the Pandora people for us? What's up, Pandora? Anthony, I'm waiting <laughs> on you. I'm not going to proceed until like you say Anthony's hello. In the middle of, uh, Are you texting? Uh, hey, what's up, Pandora? That's hello, Anthony. how's it going? Yeah. You got the uh, silky smooth rug boy and Imran here <laughs> with me. Uh, I didn't even know people still listen to Pandora, to be honest Pandora, with you, so. 68 million users uh, in the U.S. and about almost 7 million paid subscribers. Oh, shit. Nothing to sneeze at. Spotify bigger internationally. Pandora, much bigger domestically. Really? Yes, yeah, still. I, Where were you seeing these I looked up the numbers. I'll put a link uh-huh. in the show notes. I didn't put it here, but you just look up Pandora numbers. That's what I got. Listen, we're talk- I use Pandora all the time. I'm happy to be on. There you go. That's I'm happy to be on it. 68 I just, I, million. I haven't, I haven't heard of anyone listening to Pandora in about five years. Yeah, and they're still around, so they're doing something. But they're doing so you yeah. can buy music. You can. They're doing the same thing. Spotify and Apple. Yeah, you know, it started as like music. making a station of your favorite right. artist, but if you subscribe, you can play whatever you want. Play whatever you yeah. want. Okay, yeah. cool. Just now like Spotify. podcasting, yeah. which is dope. And they were around before Spotify, so. Uh, yeah, for, yeah. so was Blockbuster. So, that's a good point. <laughs> we see how that one worked out. All right, you <laughs> bastards, let's get this started. The Jock, Jock and Ned Podcast. Before we get to Avengers Endgame, we have to stay uh, kind of on track with this season eight final season of Game of Thrones. So we're going to do just our quick a week later. A week yes, later. First of all, these thoughts? are. it seems like such a long time ago. This fucking episode aired. It's only the second episode. It's a week later. The day the show posts will be the batter, Battle of Winterfell. This is the setup battle. So we're just giving you our quick thoughts and move on to Endgame. But I have to, I can burn the Night King. Here's the Night King, everyone. Hey, everybody. How are you? What's up? <laughs> Vladimir Furdik, the Night King of Game of Thrones here. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the joke and nerd. Game of Thrones season eight, episode two. Enjoy the last season because this will be one of the best seasons ever. I like that he's surrounded by uh, musical birds. <laughs> it's so contrary to his character. Yeah. The uh, him being in a fucking aviary bird cage or whatever the fuck he's in is is amazing. He was, he was just outside in nature. There's birds uh, singing. I, I, like I, a, I like to imagine he's inside he's in a giant kind of dome. dome. Yeah, <laughs> okay. with birds just flying around. He's him. at the. <laughs> He's at the end of that movie with Sandra Bullock where you can't see anything. <laughs> he's in a biodome with Pauly Shore. Is that What's it? With, that movie with the weasel. I don't know. All Sandra Bullock movies the are the same. Speed? The, no, the blindfolded Blind movie. Side? Just came. Gravity? Was blindfolded just movie. Oh, no. uh, Birdcage. Bird Box. Bird Box. Birdcage bird yes. is the musical. Jesus I'm sorry. Christ. Imran, you're the worst. None of us He's got in it. the Bird Box. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the Bird Box. All right. Look. A setup, a calm before the storm for the big battle of Winterfell, episode three, the longest show in the show's history. But even a filler setup episode of Game of Thrones is still amazing. At first, See, I, I already got to disagree with you. At first, I thought it was fillery, but I watched it again, and yeah. man, there's a lot I, of. I hate great, that word choice. No, but there's a lot of. Gra- it's not fillery, but it's a Game of Thrones fillery. But it's not. There's so many great interactions. It's not filler. It's an episode. It's an episode. There's so many great conclusions. What were the biggest moments to you, Anthony? Episode two. Well, first off, if you guys want to hear our instant thoughts, we're doing the, a lot of it on Patreon right away, a day or two later. We usually record these so much later than when the episode comes out. So if you want to hear our instant thoughts, a dollar a month, Patreon. You got me and TJ. You got 
Rug Boy and Imran doing more instant reactions. This week, so. there was like an hour and all, 20 minutes of uh, uh, Game of Thrones season two talk on the Patreon. Exactly. You so, can't beat that. I, I hate that you say filler. Okay. And I heard you say that on the, uh, the, yeah. the Patreon yeah. episode. Yeah. Don't like it at all. Yeah. Because this episode is not filler, man. This no. is what Game of Thrones is built on. Yeah. This is character work. Yep. yep. This is a character driven story. Not everything can be action. Yeah, I disputed that when he said it. I, I remember. That's why I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm basically ganging up on Imran right now. <laughs> no, you guys are right. It's, on second watch, I mean, the number one, the the title of the episode is "A Night of the Seven Kingdoms." Yeah, the that moment is was almost tear jerking yeah, for me. Yeah. Seeing that, you know, the seeing the moment where Brienne Tarth finally gets knighted, and you can tell, you know, she gets up with this big fucking grin on her face and tears in her eyes. She's and crying. Going, it's so emotional. This has been built up yeah. since what season three, yeah. season two, when you first saw Brianna Tarth, and for Jamie to do it, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Jamie. Full circle, exactly. It's it's his character coming full circle. To this man is went from pushing a little boy out of a window to now being one of the most honorable men I'm, in Winterfell right? and knighting, knighting a woman. Amazing. I love Jamie now, and I love how Tormund is so progressive. He's like, oh, who cares? Fuck tradition. He's like, oh, why aren't you a knight? Uh, the, the, he's very progressive. Uh, that's a great moment, Rugs. What's another big moment for you from this episode? Oh, there's so many. Well, uh, Arya gets laid and gets her weapon. Oh, oh shit! Yes, oh, shit. I, I love that. Can I, can I comment real yes. quick on that? Yes. That is the maybe the third or fourth time in Game of Thrones history where I screamed at the TV. Um, but this one, I was going, "Oh no! Yeah, no, please, please, yeah. no! I don't want to see it." Luckily, we got some side boob. That what other it. show will introduce you to a character in, who's like 11 and you will watch them grow into maturity and then suddenly, boom, here she is naked. What the fuck? Uh, it's like seeing Punky Brewster get naked in the last season of Punky Brewster. A, a lot of it shit. has to do with the fact that she just hasn't aged all that much. Yeah. She still looks like a little girl, even though she's 22. She's 22. And uh, I listened to you, uh, TJ, you and TJ talk about how it's like watching your sister have sex for the first time. Absolutely. That, uh, that's kind of what it felt like. Uh, I mean, I don't know what that means. I've, I've never had a sister, yes, but, but yeah. I feel like that's what it would be. Yeah, or like your daughter or something. Like just, oh, that's even creepy. worse. Yes, it's very creepy. It's fucking terrible. But tastefully done. Apparently, she had complete control over what they were going to show, how they shot it, how much she wanted to show. Uh, and, and I mean, what what growth for this character? Uh, how about what growth? That's one way to describe well, it's it. Quite growth, quite side boob. How about fucking John telling Daenerys that he's? Uh, oh, by the way, I'm Aegon Targaryen. Yeah, uh, Rugs, you had a great point in our Patreon uh, exclusive instant reaction. Is this the wrong time for John to be telling Daenerys this right before the fucking White King and the the army's right at their doorstep? And now he's just, Night King, you fuck the night. Why did I say the White King? Yeah, White Walkers. The army the of the King. dead are right there, and now you just gone and fucked up her head when she probably needs to be focused. Well, yeah. She's gonna be going into battle all confused and shit. You don't want that. It's completely, though, in character with Jon Snow. Because remember in Season 7, he has a chance in that big meeting to lie to Cersei and be like, yeah, I'll pledge my faith to you. But he can't. He just can't hold back. He no, has to tell the truth no, at every moment. No, he can't. That's just him. It's amazing. Uh, it's a bad strategic idea yes, for sure. Yes. Yeah. But, it, but it's also in line with the It's going to cost him the throne. It's going to cost him everything, I think. I don't know if he wants the throne. I don't, I do think I mentioned this in the Patreon, but I it's do gonna think It's going to cost him Daenerys definitely. I think what they're doing and it might be almost too obvious, but they're definitely building up to Daenerys being the bad guy. Well, it could go one of two ways. Either he can like not want it so much that he will give it up. To, he'll be like, I, I will not take the throne. I don't want it. You have it. Or like I kind of saw in her face for a split second that look. She looked at him. And she's like, I could just kill you. 
and uh, everything will be done. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing is Danny throughout these first two episodes and actually throughout her history, her urge that she has that Targaryen blood in her, her urge if people go against her is to fucking kill them. To burn him, she doesn't have. No. she doesn't have as much mercy as no. as John. She would will Dracarius his ass, and in a big battle, she wanted to kill. She, you could see the way Sansa when Sansa asked yes. for Winterfell, yes. she's like, "You fucking <laughs> yeah. bitch! Like, How this the fuck, fuck can yeah. you ask me that right now?" Well, fucking Dracarius, you too, your whole family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're in a big battle. How easy would it be to accidentally get Jon Snow killed? You know, that could happen. Uh, friendly fire. Whoops, <laughs> he's out. Uh, before we continue, I want to tell the listener. You want to join the conversation? Join our Facebook group, Jock and Nerd Nation. It's exclusive. It's closed. It's so much fun. You get to meet all the awesome listeners. We hang out in there. Welcome new members, Jay Davis, Chris Hill, and Glenn Purvis. Uh, thanks Ooh. for joining. And I got to say a quick shout out to a crew of listeners that listen at a certain huge uh, sporting goods chain out in Palatine, Illinois. Pandora. Uh, not Pandora, oh. Pandora, Illinois. Pandora should buy a, a city in Illinois. A little birdie at work told me she turns you on to the show, and I wanted to say shout out to Palatine Crew. I'm not going to say the name of the store because they're a big store. They should sponsor us, but it's short for Richard. So, oh, there you go. <laughs> you can figure it out. What? <laughs> How did you come across this information? Oh, she just told me. She's like, oh, by the way, I told a bunch of my friends that work in this uh, store in Palatine, and they all listen. Can you imagine the, the instead of playing in store music? Yeah, they play this. They're, they're playing this. Shout out to Palatine's Richard Sporting Goods. I'm not, I'll say your name when you give us some money, you bastards. Okay, back to game might not be the target demo. We, I think we more appeal to I mean, it's dudes in the basement. Yeah, yeah, maybe we don't ever talk about. No, we don't jocks, talk so. about or fishing lures. Where would or be the place that we do like uh, advertise at vape like, shops? Definitely vape stores. <laughs> vape I would have I would have our show playing in a vape store off Spotify. Absolutely, oh, definitely. Yeah, man. There's a big cloud. There's voices. You don't know what's going on. Uh, another big moment <laughs> for me for this episode I thought was interesting is we finally get the Night King's plan. Like this whole time, it's been kind of vague. What's his end game? Yeah, he needs Bran because he can't go to the bathroom. Yeah, because no. Bran needs help in a, a, <laughs> a, a handicapped bathroom. He want well. He wants to erase the history of man, and Bran is the history. So he's always yes. been trying to get the three eyed raven. He said he's killed. He's come after many three eyed ravens. Uh, so is this a satisfying end game for you guys? For the Night King, just make everything uh, disappear, forget. Everybody wants to control over history, I guess you know, because you know you get to wipe people out of history. You can make your own history. You can do whatever you want. So This is a uh, common theme amongst the two villains that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. They yeah. want control of history. That's they want to point. wipe out civilization and yeah. make it their own. Yeah. Restart, refresh, wipe it all out, start it over in uh, how you want to do yeah, it. I mean, it yeah, makes sense. True. I, it, I didn't really need a huge motivation for the Night King. Sure. But, he, but it, it helps. He's almost creepier when you don't know what the fuck he wants. He's just coming at you. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, they give him. They give him a little. Uh, there's, there's more to the Night King. I've, I've always felt there was going to be more to the Night King than we've thought. Yeah, this is a hint that he's, he's not just this mindless killer. There's something to him. There's some. There's more motivation to him. Do you so think, I think the we're Night gonna learn King more. will speak? Oh shit, that's a good question. I think we will get the Night King. And will he speak, sound actually. like Vladimir Fudik? Hello, everyone. Yes, I'm the Night King. Like Dracula. <laughs> if he like, sounds. Blah, blah. If he sounds like Vladimir Furdik and has birds all around him, <laughs> oh I'm going to just die. Imagine the first thing he says is, you are listening to the Jockey Nerd Podcast. 
Vladimir Fudik. Never oh. ever. Listen to them, the oh. children of the night. Oh, the children, <laughs> the children of the night are coming. I like that I thought he was a Pakistani man. I know, initially, and I could see how you could get that. It did kind of sound like could have been an Indian accent. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's close with this. Uh, what do you think about their plan moving forward and who's going to fucking die? Who's dying? They, I Ooh, feel well, like they foreshadowed. Everybody that's underground is dead. Okay, that's my Whoa. next question. Is it smart to hide in a crypt of dead bodies when you're fighting an army of the dead that could raise the dead? Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I don't think yeah, that's that, going to work. That, uh, TJ brought that up. We might see some reincarnated Starks yeah, killing Rob, people. Rob, Leanna, Ooh. what if they all fucking come out of the fucking That'll be fucking oh, trippy. Shit. Uh, if Ned Stark's head comes rolling out, you know, I don't know what happens. Is it still reanimated? But the plan to put Bran by the tree and have Theon defend him. Theon's gone. First of all, this is going to be his fucking big I mean, sacrifice. Theon's, if we're looking at kind of where the plot's going, yeah. and I agree with TJ. Yeah, I, I, for, we he prophesized or predicted that we'll get at least half ten characters. Holy die. shit, ten! Oh shit! Yeah, and, I, and I, the more I think about it, the more I'm in agreement that yeah, this definitely. is going to be a, an episode that just fucking rocks you, where you're you're going. I don't know if this can if they can win. So predictions, Theon but, won. But I think Theon Theon's hit the the point in his in his plot line where I think he can go. It's his big moment time. This is going to be uh, the end when we saw uh, Infinity War. Yeah. And everybody got dusted. You know, it hit us a little bit, but we knew that there was going to be a chance for everybody to come back. But this is it. They die. They die. That's it. They're yeah, out. They're gone. They're yeah, unlike they go uh, out. the MCU, these people aren't coming back. But this <laughs> thing is ending anyway, so it's like it doesn't matter if they die, I guess. But it's just for the story. Uh, for this particular episode, to the rest of the, the journey, they're not going to be there. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be ins- I think... If we're following traditional storytelling, yes, any, there's clues that, in this in this episode. I mean, Grey Worm talking yep. about yep. living a great life yep. with Masanda. Afterwards, after this, anyone who said gotta, afterwards is probably dead. Anyone that's speculating about life afterwards is on the chopping block. But Game of Thrones is a show that likes to subvert expectations too. So, what knows? about Brienne? She she got a, a huge moment. I think she's definitely died. She she full circle. Yeah. Well, and then uh, the Arya and Gendry thing makes me think Gendry may not make it out of this. I think Arya will. Well, there's also something, and I mentioned this before on uh, the other on the other um, Patreon show. Let me just pull it up real quick. But um, you got to think about who actually has the Valyrian steel. Oh, that's important. Jon Snow has one. Tora Mormont has it now. Has one Tora now. Tora Mormont. Same Arya has Arya one. Arya has Brienne. One. Oh yeah. And Jamie. Oh shit! So shit. Brienne has a. So she may not go. Yeah. Mm, no, that may be a swear. What about Podrick? Oh, Pod- I love Podrick. I know he can he can fight. He's he can sling dick. He can sing. This guy's a triple threat. I love that he went from this bumbling idiot to now he's just casually teaching people how to sword fight. Yeah, and he's got a huge dick and can sing. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably dead. What do you think? Who knows? Hey, Who man, he's living knows? life. Yes. Podrick is living his best life. He's the Mac. Yeah, he's the Mac. If, right if now. I was, uh, you really, you know, like if I could be anybody in the show, I think I kind of want to be Podrick. Like, uh, fucking, uh, that's the best. He's got no pressure. Yeah, on him. No pressure. He's getting fucking girls everywhere. He can fight. He can sell. Like, it's great. I got to also give a nice little nod to uh, Lady Mormont again, putting another adult in their place. Badass. Yeah. And, and I totally, I didn't forget, but I was, uh, I misremembered the fact that. Her and Jorah were all part of the same house too. Yeah, they're both more. They're both Mormonts. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so many, uh, that's a lot of great little moments. Tormund and his giant fucking suckling oh, on giant's milk hilarious. is fucking great. Uh, Rugs, I love when, yeah. I love when he's, uh, not, that story's funny as hell. Yeah. But I love when they're all plotting and he goes, we're all going to die tomorrow. Yes. And then he glances over at Brienne, yeah. smiles like, but at least we'll die together. He has some of the greatest <laughs> lines when he shows up. He's like, is the large woman around <laughs> looking for her? Like, I love his flirting. Who would you want her to end up with? Jamie or Tormund? Because there's a weird little love triangle there. I think Jamie like actually loves her now, and she probably has a lot of feelings for him. But uh, I, I would like Jamie, right? But Tormund is totally fucking. Tormund would be her. so out of left field for her character. He loves her. I don't know. That's a flip of a coin, there. right? Tormund would be funny. <laughs> yeah, It'd be hilarious. Great big monster babies. Oh yes, that's what he said. Well, that's what he said in season gigantic, seven. Gigantic, gigantic fucking, monsters. They would have amazing babies. Yeah. Uh, once again, the look at them, giant monsters. They'd rule the world. <laughs> they should do that. The costuming <laughs> continues to be amazing. Sansa and her fucking BDSM fucking black <laughs> strappy look was oh geez that was amazing. Geek she moment. looked great. Jesus Christ, I'm run. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I turn. the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, black BDSM. It was like black straps, costume. very do- dominatrixy. They they always nail the costumes. Yeah. And then we saw John's uh, direwolf ghost. Did you see ghost? He was in the corner in the one shot. Yeah, yeah I on saw the it. wall. All right, rugs. Last thoughts going into this big battle that it's going to be on by the time you guys listen to this, you probably have seen it. Uh, what, what can you say? What are you excited for? Everyone dying? Well, I just, <laughs> this is, is this the first 80 minute episode that we've had? This is, or is, yeah. For this season or ever, ever. This is, no, the, we've had. We, they've had longer ones, but this is the longest ever. An, yeah. an hour 20, a little over hour 20. So this is going to be the biggest episode. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be disappointed if they dilly dally. Yeah. If they start fucking around doing Walking Dead shit where they fucking, all of a sudden they subvert your expectation of this huge battle and then all of a sudden they do some other bullshit, mm. and I'm not going to like that. The whole I episode's going to gonna be in uh, King's Landing instead and the battle will be in the background. Yeah, they'll just yeah. be checking in. If they do some bullshit like that, they don't know what the fans want. No, they know what the and fans they want. they owe it to the fans. And that's the one thing that I think that Endgame gets right is they do that. Yes, so, yes. Um, and I experienced it twice and i was like okay they did the, they made the right move and that they need to do the same thing with this battle and the rest of the whole thing that's another I mean, that's another topic i would think we're, i'm going to get into that relates to this in endgame is fan service in the best possible way like it's become a dirty word but it's really not when it's done but, well but i don't think this is an episode for necessary fan service not this, this but is, in general game of thrones and yeah, like in general that what i agree with rugs I, I hope they jump right into it but this isn't a, this isn't the fan service episode no, this is the infinity war yes, episode yes the where next one will be. fuckers die yeah 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 this isn't yeah. a fan service yeah. episode this is the, this is the episode that fucking takes your heart and stomps on it, it will the entire be. episode if well this the, is yeah. the payoff yeah. this right. is what you've been investing in yeah. right yep. you've been investing in the show for years You've been reading the books. You've been talking about it, and now this is the conclusion, and it's got to satisfy. And they, you know, basically cut this down to six episodes, and the promise is that they're going to make it spectacular. So I have a um, amount of trust in the Game of Thrones people to really pull that off. So I'm hoping that that's what happens. If you notice that very last shot where you see the Night King's generals on horses pull up. Uh, the Night King is not in that shot. He wasn't there. 
I wonder if he's onto them, if he's going to fly in later. If he doesn't show up at all, maybe he survives and that has to be resolved later. What are you expecting out of this, Imran? I'm expecting them to get right into battle, Winterfell to be destroyed, you know, them to put up a good fight, but ultimately, like, there's no way you're stopping this and crazy shit to happen and and emotional fucking deaths. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. And some swerves. Definitely some fuck. Just like Endgame, it's going to be like some shit you didn't know you wanted to see. And but when they do it, you're like, oh, shit, that's fucking crazy and amazing. So maybe it's all too I, much. all I want to see. I mean, I definitely want to see, you know, an awesome battle. And, and I fully I'm this week in terms of Endgame and this episode, there are so big. Yeah. And for, for whatever reason, I've never had more trust in yeah. the creators of both, both of these them, to deliver. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think they yeah. will deliver yeah. in, in Game of Thrones as well. But all I really want to see is something similar to Endgame where both sides are lined up and you have the characters you like on one side and they charge at each yeah. other. That's all I want to see. They'll do and that. And from there, I'll ride along with the story. This is the battle that took 55 days to shoot. This, oh, this is the battle that in the first episode, we that. see a White Walker in the literally the first scene of the first episode and now we finally get the war. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Unbelievable. All right, good stuff. And uh, Battle of the Bastards directors, I think. Are oh, is that this. who's doing this? That's yeah. fantastic. Uh, I can't wait, man. This is too much. It's too much geek boner. Geek boner. My pants are uncomfortable. We're going to take a quick break right now. <laughs> Enjoy it, guys. It's a great week. It is. That's because you got them pulled up to your fucking neck. <laughs> but that's Jesus where Christ. my waist is. I've uh, come from a short torso people. You can't tuck your boobs into your fucking belt. I, ha- I had my torso medically removed. He can and he does. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Urkel's got nothing on me. Let me tell you. Got any cheese? We're going to play some promos of some podcasts. Of, uh, you should check out their friends of the show. And we'll be right back with the Avengers Endgame spoiler review. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, hooligans, this is Michael. This is Michelle. This is Jeremy. From Who the What Now? The show about... Strange stories from the internet. And Bigfoot came over and beat his ass. Oh my God. <laughs> he like knocked him around a little bit, and he just kind of went limp, and Bigfoot left. Pop culture. Not John Fod. Van Clam. John Fod Van Clam gonna... was supposed to be the alien in Predator, mm-hmm. and like did like a jump splits, and like ended up with his like bat right in the dude's face. That, that's his like, move. Do I get the part? In our crazy lives. I'm like oh, there's a cat on my back, and then all of a sudden I feel something. I feel a furry paw go down my ass crack. <laughs> Just slide right down my ass crack. I was like, what are you doing? You can catch us on all your favorite podcast applications. Spotify. iTunes. Libsyn. iHeartRadio. Stitcher. Your mamas. <laughs> and wherever else you find you, you, They have quality podcasts. <laughs> so don't miss out on the next Who the What Now? Hey, true crime listeners, check out our podcast, I Said Goddamn. We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by two besties who like to share messed up cases that make you say goddamn. Every Sunday, we try to one-up each other's story by sharing a horrific case the other has never heard of. Along the way, we splash in some wildly inappropriate jokes and colorful language. Listen every Sunday from any of your favorite podcast directories. Also, follow us on Twitter at ISGDpodcast or visit our website, isgdpodcast.com.
Listener, if you have been enjoying the show and have not signed up to our super awesome Jock and Nerd fan club, April this month right now is the perfect time to do it. We have been putting tons of bonus content because we are running a pledge drive. Uh, think of this as like Jock and Nerd Plus. We should just call it Jock and Nerd Plus. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> add, why, why not? Everyone's adding a fucking plus. You pay for something. It's a plus. This is now officially Jock and Nerd Plus from Disney. Gives you bonus content, early access to shows, a whole RSS feed. This month, we're trying to hit 50 new patrons, in which case, when that happens, everyone who's new, everyone who has increased their support will be put into a random drawing for a Jock and Nerd prize pack. Jock and Nerd! Which is a t-shirt, some stickers. You get to pick a movie for us to review, and we will do a video shout-out just for you. Now, we're going to amend that, because this is the last week. I will be put you. I'll extend it through the rest of this week. We will be pulling a name... Next week, whether we get to 15 or not. And if we don't get to 15, well, the person whose name gets pulled gets to just pick one of those things. I'll give you stickers. So you can choose whether you want a T-shirt or a, a movie for us to review or a video shout out. You get to choose one of those things. That'll be the, that'll be the prize. Cool. How's that like sound? It. Good. Very good. Here is some movement. A lot of people to thank this week. Thank you to Jesse Rodriguez for increasing from $1 to $5 a month. Nice. Very good. You are rug boy approved. He sent a note. Shout out to the whole crew and especially the Tony and his sideshow. It's real damn good. The flood of Patreon content has helped me on my one and a half hour commute each way. Even if not much, I up my contribution today because you guys are saving me. LOL. Keep it coming and maybe I'll get to the $10 a month and have you review one of my favorite movies. Roadhouse. Oh, shit. Is that Patrick Swayze? Still, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, listening to my my side show. He loves the side. We got it's it. real damn good. Um, just a little shout out or a uh, tease for the next side yeah, who's show. Next? I have I have on August Ragone. Oh shit! Oh we shit! Will, That's a big get. He uh, he is a Japanese uh, kaiju and cinema and all that stuff expert, but he likes to talk about a lot of things. So I will alert an interesting show. the listener. If you are a Godzilla fan or know someone who is into Godzilla, you want to share that episode with them. Watch, we probably won't talk at all about doesn't it. Doesn't matter. But doesn't matter. Because great, he is a kaiju expert, and you're, you're going to want to check it out. Wrote the uh, award-winning book by, about E.G. Suburaya. Yeah. He was on, I, uh, I, I interviewed him on the first uh, G-Fest episode where I fucking broke the thing. Remember that year? Remember that happened? I broke the I toy. He was on that episode. Here's here's the name of the book: E.G. Subaraya, Masters of Monsters, Defending the Earth with Ultraman and Godzilla. Cool. Pick it up on Amazon. Use our affiliate link. Everybody wins. There you go. Jockey nerd. Mo- Good plug. Moving on. Uh, Keith and Denkinger sent us an amazing, generous one hundred dollar donation to cover our first year of Disney Plus. Holy shit. Oh shit. Uh, thank you. Keithin, unbelievable. And not only that, he was on the Patreon. He had lost his wallet. He had dropped out of the Patreon. He's back in. That's a new patron. That's a new patron. Absolutely. Yeah. That counts. He's back in at $10 a month. So he, we have his movie pick. He's definitely a new patron. And then he also commented, also, I never did the survey when I joined the Facebook page, but my favorite host is Rugboy, followed closely by Imran. Sorry, Anthony. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not really a host. Well, you're his favorite host. You're his favorite. Okay. Hey, Keithan, 
Thanks for the hundred bucks, dude. That's Bill. amazing. We got, we got. I mean, <laughs> we'll take it. Never we'll thought it. that the show Disney Plus yes. is covered. Disney Plus. Here we come. We, I'm gonna love reviewing that shit. I'm got. I've got my superhero cape on. And I'm charging towards <laughs> oh, Disney shit. Plus. I'm wearing my whole Spider-Man pajama jumpsuit. You're just it's wearing cool. your fucking underoos. You. Fuck. Yes, it's my Spider-Man underoos. They're very tight. With the I'm hole in the ass. It'll make them for adults. I'm, I'm going commando. Oh, Rugs is free slack holing it. Uh, okay, thank you to is Keith. Is that a tree? Is that Groot on the back, or is that a skin mark? <laughs> That's been like uh, no one, <laughs> <laughs> no one knows yet. I'm waiting for something to sprout out. I'm waiting for the tests to come back in from the lab. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so thank you also to listener Tiona Rose just became a three dollar patron. Talking nerd. Yo. Oh my God, they keep coming in. That's a new patron. And then thank you. This just happened. The amazingly badass Lisa Morrison. Uh, increased her pledge for a second time this month to ten dollars a month oh shit holy shit she gets to pick a movie she has picked lisa morrison is badass by the way thank you tiana rose as well yeah uh lisa morrison's movie for us to review she's picked it already she had it ready it's serenity geek boner which is which is a good movie and it's actually kind of perfect is that the one with whedon uh, yeah. Yes, and Nathan Fillion from Firefly. Don't we have show. to do that one anyway? Yes, yeah, so this is kind of perfect. Jose Ibarra had picked this, but then since you didn't know who Warwick David was, oh, he changed right. his to Willow. Well, fucking Willow. Yes, yeah, so now his is Willow and Serenity back on the docket. Back in the game. So we're going to knock all of these out this summer. Absolutely. So Very soon. I know you guys have been waiting a while, Thank but we're going to knock the shit out of this after the movie season's over. Yeah, af- yes. You heard it from Rugs. Yes, absolutely. We're doing it. Yeah, we're going to just start slamming away at this. It's Runboy Approved. Absolutely. And next week, we'll pull a winner, so sign up right now. Uh, Jogginer.com slash Patreon. Okay, gang. Here it is. Let's get into it. Avengers Endgame. Here's your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Oh, boy. This is uh, a big one. This is the 22nd movie for the MCU in 11 years. Uh, an amazing culmination of everything we have been waiting for, everything we have been watching. Rotten Tomato score, 96%. Making it the second highest. It, it dropped. It's Black Panther's at 97. This is 96. See, what's the average critic? 8.28 rating? out of 10. And, uh, you know, more reviews may pour in. There's a ton of them in there now. So for whatever that's worth. Uh, that's what the number is. Now, here's where it already gets crazy. We're recording this the weekend the fucking movie came out. It is already breaking box office records. We don't have full opening weekend, but you can kind of guesstimate what's going to happen. First of all, this thing had the biggest opening day in China. It had the biggest Thursday preview. It is the widest theater release of any movie ever at 4,662 theaters in North America. Uh, Thursday, it made $60 million on Thursday. Oh, shit. Wow. Thursday night. <laughs> Thursday night. The Friday night total record setting $156.7 million just on Friday. Domestically. Yep. Domestically. Right now, worldwide, in uh, like according to Box Office Mojo, it says one day of release. It has made globally $643 million. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Already. So now everybody's numbers were broken. They are estimating this thing opens domestically between 315 and 330 billion domestically, and this could possibly be the very first one billion dollar international opening movie ever. It will. Yeah, I think it will. We and what? So what's funny about this is, and I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, 
but, insane. Uh, people were going, if it hits 300 million, that'll be crazy. Because yeah. it's, you know, 250 was, was a yep. very common production, yep. projection. Yep. I mean, I'm seeing on Box Office Mojo, it's in route to 345. Jesus plus. Christ, it keeps going up. This has yeah. never been done before. And, and anecdotally, I mean, I saw it twice already. Yes. And the movie theater I went to, both of the movie theaters I went to both times are never, ever fucking sold out. And this, both, I mean, these theaters were fucking packed yeah. with people. Yeah. And show having showings up until two thirty three in the morning on a, like Friday Saturday nights. There, yeah, there are there are seventeen AMC theaters in the country showing twenty four hour ro- rolling showings of this. Yeah, there's um multiple screens too. Every like, screen, yeah. every like screen, almost every screen yes. in the in the tenplex that I went to was doing uh, this movie. You have to Crazy. because of the runtime. Uh, here's my anecdotal story. I saw it. I've seen it twice. Also, Thursday nine p.m. Uh, the parking lot that I, of this theater, I've never seen this parking lot as full as it was. I had to park all the way at the end by the street. Packed audience. Amazing. Great crowd. Then I saw it 9 a.m. this morning, Saturday. Also full fucking theater at 9 a.m. It was packed. It was insane. A uh, lot of fun. You couldn't get a ticket. Rugs, how, what, was your, uh, what was your experience? How many times have you seen it? Well, I was planning on seeing it once. Yeah. But then we were trying to do a show earlier or something. Yeah. And I was like, let me just fucking see if I can find a ticket. So I hunted for like hours to find one Friday ticket. And this was like the beginning of the week. So a week ahead of time, I couldn't find, I found one seat. Yeah. So I ended up seeing it twice. Damn. And I just saw it right before we did this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I saw it this morning. So we've all so, seen the movie twice. Let's just tell you how much money this fucking thing is going to rake in. And I'm very happy I saw it the second time because. Yeah, yeah. There, I was going to see it for the first time today. Yeah, and I don't think I could have gotten my shit together no. to even making an opinion mm. of the movie. So I'm glad I saw it the day before. I was, you would have been at a disadvantage because you definitely need to process this and seeing it again once you know it's going to happen is really helpful. How was your theater experience though? Were they both the same? Were the Thursday night? I had two completely different experiences. Thursday night was hyped up multiple times. People cheering. Uh, Saturday morning, there was not so much cheering, but there was. It was more normal. But Thursday was like, you could feel the energy in there Thursday. It was great. Yeah. I'll, I'll echo that. So Thursday night was a fucking buzzing. Yeah. I, couldn't, I mean, I've never seen this theater yeah. like this. And yeah, it was buzzing. People were cheering. This was, it was unbelievable. Friday night, uh, also a buzz, but more, um, more of a teenage crowd on yeah. a Friday night okay. at nine o'clock. So still buzzing, but also kind of. You could tell that these kids haven't been they like they've grown up with this, but they're not the long term comic book fans that have been waiting for this their entire life. It was more like this is just the thing to do on a Friday night. But both right. both decent crowds, both both cheering at the right moments. Overall, pretty respectful. So it was fun. Yeah, the Friday night show that I had uh, was super high energy, uh, multiple applause breaks. Yep. Uh, the one that I just saw now was a more of a family. You could tell it was like old ladies with their <laughs> grandkids and shit like that. And there was a lot less. Um, so the the caliber of fan, I guess, it dies down as the days die down. Yep. Yes, I guess. yeah, I well, agree. because of the diehards, so, like, we're all going to see it right away and see it again. And, yeah. and seeing a movie with an audience full of kids yeah. is is a very different experience. It's annoying because they talk to the whole fucking movie. Ask, they talk, they get up to pee, yeah. they're not cheering because they're just kids, yeah. which is fine. Well, I mean, uh, not all kids are like that, but I think that uh, especially like younger, younger kids, like the beginning of this movie is kind of slow. Yeah. 
So it might like it, it might suck them out of uh, paying attention. Look, let's just get into our opening thoughts. This movie directed by Joe and Anthony Russo, written by Marcus uh, McF- uh, Marcus and McFeely. Same great writing team. Uh, maybe the last Russo brothers movie for Marvel for now. They probably want to take Actually, a break. They, they said they were going to take a break, but they're I, open to I would back. imagine they would need to take a break. Uh, it, it well earned. Yes. Break. Anthony, let's start with you. Cause in your, uh, instant reaction, you mentioned you got choked up and I could hear it in your voice. What did you think coming out? What does this mean to you? Oh man, this movie, I'm glad I got like a couple days. Yeah. To think about it, because if I would have recorded this that night, I would have been a fucking mess. I was a mess <laughs> recording my instant reaction. This has been the culmination of 11 years of amazing storytelling. And for me, you know, just being into these heroes for this long, you know, my entire life, this was legitimately everything I could have asked for in terms of a, cl- a cap to this this saga of movies. I mean, it was it was fantastic. I, I there and we can get into you know some of the the maybe the the holes in the movie and the storyline but i don't fucking care yeah this movie was so like this literally this movie is was one of those where if you don't like it or if you don't want to if you have holes to pick this is not i'm not the person to talk to about it i'm like identity politics with this fucking movie this movie was everything i could have asked for literally it was the type of movie where midway through i was just smiling oh yeah and then by the end i i had run the full gamut of emotions the entire movie where I was going, oh, no, getting mad, getting sad, getting choked up, cheering. I mean, if a movie can do that and it and the only reason this movie can do that is because not only of the 21 films prior to this, but the small character moments within this movie. Yeah. It was just it was everything for me. This was this was one of the most enjoyable movie experiences I've, I've ever had in my life. Nice. Rugs, uh, I don't know your instant reactions because you just saw it. So. Opening thoughts. What did you think coming out of this twice? I think overall, I mean, I enjoyed this movie immensely. Uh, I really thought. Now, this is what the the quandary that that exists. All right, there is obviously, if you look at the mechanics about how they set up this whole movie and what takes place and what has to happen, there's a million scenarios that could have been the movie could have been done in like three seconds. Sure, like they could. There were so many easier routes to this, and. Um, uh, using the logic that they put in there. But what they did is they had this Herculean task of trying to tie up all of these characters and give them all a moment. to So so you're satisfied after this is over, like with Tony Stark's story and Cap's story and everybody. They had to figure out a way so everybody got like a little moment and uh, the resolution to kind of move on to the next phase. Whoa. That was Thanos. <laughs> what the um, fuck was, was that? that? A boom tube? No, I, is Thanos I, I was coming? Talking <laughs> and I bumped into the mic. That was, was amazing. Being, I was animated. Dramatic drum boom gong. Gong, yeah. Fucking Thanos. It, it's a bomb. <laughs> that's the sound of that's the sound of Captain Marvel showing up. <laughs> Remember that like you also they heard a hum? Yeah, it was like mm. <laughs> But like so they they had to do it this way uh, for a lot of reasons. Um so I pretty much succumb to that i'm like i understand that they have to tell they have to do this thing of like getting in three hours all of this story told and all of these characters to kind of pay off yeah and they that's why they did it this way um do do all of the payoffs work a lot of them do 
Like most of them do. Some of them I'm a little bit on the fence about. But overall, when that last 40 minutes yeah. kicks in, yeah. mm. you can't help but want to see that a thousand times. Yeah. Yep. You can't help but want to see like some of the shit with like, I mean, do we even go go there now? Like we talk about Mjolnir and Cap. Do we talk about all these things? Yeah, we'll talk about it after Imran gets his opening. And yeah, yeah so. we'll definitely dive into that last. So many things. There is, it's uh, look, I, I, what can I say? Fucking wow. Amazing. We already know what you're going to you say. You know what I'm going to say. This is, <laughs> but what I felt was like that it was, they, this movie did what it needed to do. It has, the fact that it has callbacks to almost every single movie before it is unbelievable. It's line by line callbacks. Yes, yeah. every music cues, music cues, every line is meaningful. You can trace it back to the history of these characters. I didn't think it felt like three hours. My mouth was open the whole time, just like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe what I saw. Like it blends. It's That's like because you had a stroke when you. I were- did have a minor stroke in theater. But I didn't want to bother anyone. Anyway. Five years so ago, and you can't close your one yeah. side of your mouth. Uh, I feel like it's th- like three great acts. I feel like it's three amazing movies in one. It blends all the great Marvel genres kind of into one. You have earned moments. It felt like a movie for me, the comic book reader who fell in love with these movies. Like for us, this movie was directly for us. It rewarded you for paying attention. Uh, and uh, it's fan service in the best way. This is where I'm like, fan service is not a dirty word. This is the kind of fan service you want. Because you want to give the fans what they've been hoping for and make it awesome. The closure to everything is amazing. Uh, and it's so hard to rate this and compare it to the other movies because I've never, this has never been done before. Like, I've never seen anything like this. Like, everyone is in this movie. It gave me everything I wanted and stuff I didn't even know I wanted <laughs> and people I forgot about. And I was like, holy fuck, uh, you have to watch it multiple times. Uh, unbelievable. I'm still kind of blown away with how they did it and what they did it let's get into details Imran where are we going let's go let's just start with the biggest moments what were big moments uh rugs just mentioned let's start with the one rugs mentioned which is probably the loudest cheer every time the biggest reaction was when Thor is getting beat the fuck up by Thanos and you think he's gonna die like I was like Thor he's about to kill fucking Thor right here Right. And you see the hammer lift up and it's still you're not sure what who's doing it and it flies over to fucking it hits him and flies over to Captain America. Holy oh, shit. And that direct callback to Avengers Age of Ultron. If you thought he budged that hammer in that movie. Oh yeah, he did. He fucking budged it. And him calling lightning uh unbelievable. 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 I mean that that drew there was plenty of moments in my theater where there was a rousing applause. That was one of them. What, but what preceded that uh, for before that scene, slightly before, um, which also draw a gasp was when he's beating Thor's ass and Thor calls back Stormbreaker. Yeah, and he Thanos gets. catches Thor Stormbreaker, which go where you go, what the fuck? And now he's inserting it into his chest. Yeah, exactly. The reverse of Infinity War, and there's so many great moments where they flip things around from Infinity War. To be to be honest, that scene, I'm surprised that they held they they were able to hold back till 22 films to finally have Cap wield Mjolnir. Yeah, really, right? Yeah, it's the Avengers Assemble. Yes, yeah. that was also yeah. great. But so he's been worthy this whole time. No, so really? I actually have two thoughts on that. Yeah, there's two theories on him came, being worthy. Uh, he either couldn't, he either was faking it in Age of Ultron because he didn't want to disrespect Thor. Mm. So he could always he was always worthy, or he wasn't worthy yet because he was still lying to Tony about the fact that Bucky killed his parents. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, two theories. It's interesting. On that. 
And then so he only became worthy once that came out. Yeah, so he came clean, and then all of a sudden he was worthy. I right. love how Tony was still pissed at him in the beginning. That breakdown that he has, he, it, awesome. it's amazing. When he was like emaciated yes, and on, yes. on the IV, yeah. and he was just so emotional. I mean, that was great acting. Yeah, so many, a lot of great performances. I, I loved it where he go, he's going, I wanted to build a yeah, suit. Remember that? You said we would do this even if we lost, we'd do, do it together. together he's calling, and you yeah. weren't there. Yeah. He's like, he calls him, a, this. calls him a liar. And yeah, he calls him, yeah, he goes liar and takes him, <laughs> takes the, 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 stu- the thing out of his chest. Yeah. And he's like, you take it. Yeah. Put it on Thanos. He goes, wow. Wow. So emotional. There's so many great emotions. What, 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 I mean, I know you want to get into big moments yeah. and we can, we get into whatever. But there's so many fucking little moments yes. that make these big moments all the much better. True. So, I mean, for instance, you know, Everyone's going to probably bring a lot of people. I saw a lot of stuff online about Fat Thor. Yes, Fat I Thor love is Fat great. Thor. I love Fat Thor too. But what makes sells Fat Thor for me is, for me personally, is the fact that I actually believe that he would have been like this. That because, he let himself go like that. Because much. the entire film, he blames him his self for not getting killing Thanos. It's his fault in his mind, and he has yeah. nothing left to live for. Yeah. And he, I, like the scene where you see Fat Thor, and it's, it's played for laughs. Yeah. But then Hulk immediately goes Thanos, and he you meet the, the subtle acting by Chris Hemsworth yeah. where he goes, "Don't say that name," and he starts like crying and like banging his hand into Hulk's chest, and Hulk's like, "You took you you helped me out when I was in the dumps, man, and and I'm gonna do the same for you." Uh, so like, oh, the, like, yeah, his uh, even his subtle comedy lines, Hemsworth was was amazing, really he's good. Da- I mean, he's super funny. He's, yeah, he's also very da- like. The scene with him and Frigga, where Frigga's like, the measure of a hero isn't something along the lines of, it's not, the measure of a hero isn't who you're supposed to be, it's how well you do at being yourself. Yeah. And Thor's like, oh, fuck, like, I'm not supposed to be a leader, like, this isn't, I, I just have to be, I go out there, and be, being me is enough. And even at the end, when uh, they're like, they have Mjolnir, or they have the glove, and they finally outfit, and Thor, with his false bravado, goes, I'll, you know, I'll take it, I'm yeah. the strongest. Yeah. And then they're like, no, no. And he immediately crumbles. And he's like, <laughs> he's like okay. let no, but no, he's not okay. Like, okay. He's like, let me like, he's, I was getting tearing, tearing up. I was like, he's like, let me do it. Oh, that's please, right. Let me do something. Please, let, let me do good. it. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's so broken, but he's like, this is my chance I to redeem something. myself. Yeah. Right. So fucking good. Uh, well, you know, I'd love Thor. I, part of me feels like it maybe went a little too far from where he was the last time he saw him. Maybe a, I, I, I can go with a that. little too like jokey, but like, maybe they could have reined it in a little bit or got him in shape by the end of it, at least. Because I was like, how's that costume fitting on that fucking gut now when that fucking thing came? <laughs> Why does his beard get braided? His beard, yeah, suddenly gets <laughs> braided hilarious. into a cool braid. And, like, I mean, those are little things, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 they, teetered, they teetered the line for me, it okay. worked, especially upon the second showing. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's a lot. This, this character is so fucking damaged yeah. that... He's hiding it again. I just love just the, I love the whole it. Big Lebowski The two characters that, are, that should be the most damaged are Tony and Thor. Yeah, right. it's true. Because what happens is Great point. that Tony was supposed to die in Infinity War. He was about to. Then Doctor Strange says, no, let him live. I'll give you the jewel. Yeah. Right. So it, he had to trust Doc, Doctor Strange that he was telling the truth that there is there is a way and they're going to do it. And this is the only way to do it, but um, still, I would feel guilty if I was if I was uh, Tony Stark. I mean, that's on. Well, that's yeah. that's the reason why 
he literally he actually makes out the best in terms of post snap. He's got us. He finally can be in a log cabin with his wife. He gets to live the life he, he wanted to. He gets a kid. Yes. But yet he can't walk away yeah, from it. Yeah. He literally, he's still in the back of his mind. He's going, but I won't be able to rest. No, it's on his shoulders. That, that it's still that, on that his decision. shoulders. He, he's got everything he wants, and he still is like, Which is why he had been rest. working on time travel this whole time. Didn't really right. tell anybody. I think the first thing he says after he comes off the ship, he's like, we lost the kid. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So that's weighing on him as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's great. I mean, that moment where, you know, Tony looks over at Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange flashes the one. He's like, is this, like is this is it. the one this in 14 million shot this right here. Yeah. This is where we got to do it. I totally it. knew he had taken like, the oh, stones. Fuck. I was like, he has the stones. When he was about to stab. I was like, he's got them. But that whole, I mean, and then for him to go, I am uh, inevitable and him to go, I am Iron Man, bringing it That's all the, the way back. That's the last thing he said. Yes. Right. All the way back to the first movie. The last thing he says in the first movie. Holy fuck. Wow. And I was saying I am inevitable, yeah. Two I people mean. get to wear, and, like, the devastation that Gauntlet does, like, will Hulk's arm ever recover? Like, it fucked him up. I don't understand why it would, he wouldn't recover. He, he is a healing factor. He of should, course, yeah, he'll get better. He's I not guess, wearing the glove anymore. I guess, I mean, he was in a sling in the end. It might just take longer. Yeah, I just think that that's odd that I didn't get that. But Tony does make the... the it's Somebody told me, oh, he's not full hulk so he can't grow his stuff back but I, he's smaller. I, think, I think he'll recover it's yeah. just it, it's just damage i mean you're wielding the power of the universe yes. in your fucking arm yes that's gonna take you right out <laughs> right surprise Maybe, tony yeah. survived as long as he did after that but that another great emotional moment another flip from infinity How, uh, war okay, we're, we're at the tony part yeah i mean we, we can jump around but we're at the tony part yeah. we might as well stick here yeah. how fucked up was your theater when tony was dying i mean everyone was silent it was. I didn't. I I could hear the yeah, sobs hear in my sniffling. theater both yeah, times. Yeah. I heard a couple of people sob. Yeah. yeah, I didn't hear much sobbing, but it was dead fucking quiet and like just on the verge. I, I was. I, if I would have been alone, I would have fucking bawled my eyes out. I turned to the guy I saw it with. I saw it with a few people, and I I asked the most like, "Did you cry?" He goes, "Oh yeah." I was <laughs> like, uh, I was hearing up. Yeah. I mean, the moment where Peter's talking to him, and then. Pepper comes by and goes, it's okay, you can rest. Yeah. I was, I fucking almost lost my shit. I was like, oh my God. Because I didn't think, maybe I was being naive, I didn't think Tony was going to be the one to die. Yeah, I didn't see that. I, I knew it was possible, but I always felt like Tony was their cash cow and they were going to just milk him, you know, maybe in cameos throughout the rest of the But film. it makes so much sense well, he'll be, for he'll him. He'll come back as an AI. Yeah, he'll be, he could be the Jarvis. It just makes sense for him. It's so fitting to close it out from Iron Man for him. We should have seen that coming. Well, uh, there's a meme that was out that I saw today where it was from Tony and Cap's argument in the first one. Yeah. And Tony goes to Cap, everything special yes. of you, out of you came out of a bottle. And then there's a picture of Cap wielding Mjolnir. Yeah. And then Cap going, you, you're not the type to make the sacrifice yes, play. And then there's a picture of Tony pulling the, yes. pulling, snapping his fingers. I'm like, oh, my God. Yep. The way they tied that up in a fucking bow. Every line in this movie is a callback to uh, one of the movies. Like, it's fucking unbelievable. Uh, I love the moment when uh, Peter hugs Tony and, and it's the reverse. And he's like, this is nice. And just that. Uh, and Oh, that's great. That emotion there. It was uh, just fucking I crazy. mean, this is the type of movie that had callbacks to one of the worst Marvel movies ever. Thor the Dark yes, World. And made it like, and made that movie better. Yeah. So Frigga, like that's the most lines Rene Russo has had ever. Yet. Ever yes, had. She has, no, she had no lines. And it was an amazing conversation. It makes that. And uh, for <laughs> Natalie Portman to be in there. This is another thing I love about this that movie. That was probably some old footage. I, I yeah. think the Natalie Portman was old footage. But going back to Frigga, yeah. I mean, that even resonated with me because 
That's straight out like mom son relationship. Yep. She knows yep. right away and something's off with her son. Yeah. She doesn't need any she doesn't need him to explain it. Yep. She just immediately knows this isn't the son this that is I a have. Different this is version, di- yes. This is a different version. Yeah. Oh wait, there's something wrong with your eye. Let me check on your eye. Yeah. Like th- that's yeah. mom yeah. son yeah. relationship Eat a salad. right off the bat. Yeah. And please Eat a salad. Please. Eat a salad. Smell fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, that was, I mean, I, okay, so let's just talk about all those moments. Everyone, the OGs kind of got a moment. You had uh, Thor talking to his mom. Uh, yep. Then you had Cap uh, sees oh. Peggy, but then. That 70s scene? Yes. The, that whole, that 70s scene was the moment in the film where I started to be like, oh my, like I started getting the lump in my throat where I was going, Tony oh my God. Tony talking to his this mom. Is I was like, how, when I saw Captain America see Peggy, I'm like, yeah. How is she hot? Still hot. She's supposed to be 50. <laughs> She's still hot. I mean, she was like 1945. They're in the 70s. You know, a lot of like 25 whatever, years have passed. Point. Yeah. But she's she's Haley Atwell. She's, she's Haley Atwell. She's gonna be hot for a while. And like he just the fact that he can't. He she's right there and he can't even talk yeah. to her. Uh, and then Tony gets to talk to his fucking Tony dad. talking to his dad was fucking amazing. Like he 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 finally gets to realize. He's remember he's like oh he's always like I never got to say goodbye to my dad. And he realizes, you know, his dad's going through similar shit as he is. And he blurts out he has a daughter and and uh, and, and, and and bonds with him. That was, I mean, that's going to change mean, his, him. Da- his dad goes, I, I, That was very out of character for Howard Stark, though. He was, a, but. Like, just sees a stranger right. and just starts hanging out with him. <laughs> He's looking for Armin Zola, yeah, let's too. Go out. A great I mean, it's a little, yeah, it's a little, little out of character, but I was willing to ride with it because it's such a good moment for both of those well, characters. Yeah. That's a lot of this movie, by the way. Yeah, you, oh, there are the, things that happen. You're like, I gotta go with it because they're giving me what I want, yes, kind yes, of, but yes. like, not exactly in the best uh, way. But they're they're making it happen. One hundred percent. This is one of those movies where probably in the next year, because you can change your opinion. Like, yeah, the next year or two, I'll probably be like, oh, there's a lot of like weird little things there, but a I little don't contrived, care a little rushed. It doesn't matter. And it's no, it's not rushed. It's just fucking. There's some things. I mean. You got nope. three hours. You got to yeah. make it happen. Yeah. You got to yeah. cut some corners. You, you're, I mean, you're dealing with the first act being them just dealing with the fact that they failed. Yeah. The second act is basically the wackiest comic time book heist. story. Yeah. Comic book film it's ever where they're paying heist. tribute to themselves. Yes. The entire second act. Yes. And then the third act is just basically the culmination of all the fan service you could ever want. And it's so just well, well balanced, well done. Like, it's amazing. The, whenever you introduce time travel, it's going to get wacky. We do At some point, I want to talk about these time travel things. I, I, here, here's the one thing about time travel that I did like that they introduced. Yeah. Just because you go into the past, yes, it doesn't change the future. This is different. The, and it actually... That's, that's why you don't walk, go into the past and kill a baby Thanos. It's, that does right. nothing it's for your more future. in line with actual, like, what quantum physics right. think is, could Theorize, actually yeah. happen... Is but what ends up happening is every time you go back, you are just making a branching timeline right. that r- goes off on its own. And I have this graph in the notes; I'll put it in the show notes. It kind of because at first I was like, "Wait a minute!" I had to listen to Bruce because Bruce Hulk explains it, and I'm like, "Wait a minute! What is he actually saying?" This graph and the way it's broken down now, I kind of get it. It's funny that we all kind of base our time travel on theories Back to off the future, movies. Terminator, yeah. and I love that they address that. But, you know, they, they, they call it out. Which isn't real. Even though he's like, it doesn't work that way, they totally do a Back to the Future fucking scene when Tony goes back to the meeting in the building in the first Avengers. It's like, so it's perfect. It's Back to the Future too. They did the same thing, kind of yeah. avoiding who they're avoiding. But essentially, they have created, I believe, if this chart is right, five parallel alternate branching timelines that At can least. all be utilized in their TV shows. In yep, the that's, other that's movies, how, that's how they're doing the TV shows, which makes sense now. 
So look here to break down the timelines real quick. There is a timeline now where Steve and Peggy live their life together. And maybe there's no captain America at all. Right. There is a timeline now where maybe Howard Stark has changed his ways because of the conversation he had with Tony Stark. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. There is a timeline now where Loki escapes in 2012 with the Tesseract. Oh, shit. That's the the TV TV show show right there. There There is a timeline now where maybe Frigga lives because she was supposed to die right after that. No, No, I don't don't think it. Because here's why I'll I'll poke a hole in that. Yeah. Thor is about to tell her that this is the day she dies. Right. And she goes, no, this is, don't tell don't me tell, about right. my future. So she's, so she's, she's, she's resi- right into it. She's resigned to the fact that her future is her future. Okay, so maybe that one doesn't happen. This one definitely happens. There's a timeline now where Thanos disappears in 2014 and none of this shit happens because he left. Oh, in that timeline. Yes. Yes. So it's crazy, but I kind of understand that. And then him returning everything back. There's also I have lots of questions about that, but we should just talk about let's let's keep there's so much more to discuss before you before you discuss the timeline. How about this for fucking decapitating Thanos in the beginning? I was not expecting how how surprised were you? Everyone was like, oh, shit, the whole audience gasped when the when the hand came off. I was like, whoa, yes, right away. They should have done that from the get go. Right, they did it, but then I did not like mid. There was no stones. That's why they mid speech. He just goes choppy chop. I was like, oh fuck, (laughs) he didn't fucking wait. Went for the head, and he's like, "What did you do?" Well, what I what that threw me off a lot because I I I anticipated them attacking Thanos right off the bat. Yeah, but I anticipated anticipated them losing really badly again. Yes, yes. So they subverted our expectation with that by going, nope. The revenge you're getting is going to be completely unsatisfying. We're going to do it in the first five minutes. A, and how about the fact that it was... He's going to put up no fight to you. It was Carol who found them and brought them right to Earth, and it starts there. And, like, that post credit scene never happened. Like, this changes a lot of what they showed us. No, it happened. Where she's like, where's Fury? Yeah, they just sent her out there. They're like, oh, go, Yeah, they're like, go look for her. Go look for... Uh, go look... Tony's out there. Go oh, look that happened, and then she went to get I, him. I'd and imagine him back. Tony I was see. sending distress signals from space. Yeah, I see, see, that's the thing. Like, you don't know that definitively. Right. Imran was in the dark yeah, about right. it. Yeah. So some people are going to be confusing. confused about that. Yeah, but I mean, if they have if they have to fucking explain everything, it's going to be a four hour movie. You know what they I have, They yeah. have to take a little bit of yes. leaps in yes. terms of and they do. They left a lot unanswered. Uh, also, with the five year jump and everything. Well, that was the next big gasp moment. Yeah, let's get to the. We'll get to the five year jump later because I have a lot of. I have some things about that too. You know what I love though? Uh, the, another great character moment: them playing paper football, Nebula and oh, Tony. Yeah. I, I, they had to do that because that was such a bummer watching Hawkeye lose his entire family. Oh yeah, right. They yes, had to. Yes. They couldn't go into that right into Tony giving his speech to yeah, Pepper. Great point. So you, they, they definitely that was a pickup scene. Yeah, that was shot later because. Tony's like wearing like this heavy sweater, so you can't see he's not skinny. Oh. You couldn't do the CG for that. Oh. So dev- that was definitely put in later after like this is too much of a bummer to go into this in the beginning of the movie. We have to stick something else in there. It is a scene and that then- could have been cut out if you wanted to trim the length down, but I love the character moment of it because I remember. Every- I don't see many that. scenes that could have been cut. I mean, I. The- I- I don't think all of them are necessary, yeah. but I enjoyed literally every scene. Yeah, yeah I think Cap the the scene with Cap in the, in, in the, the group therapy. Yeah, yeah, that could have been that. cut. Yeah, could have been cut, but it also it also shows though that even in a moment where there's no war to fight, Cap is still going to do something to help out. 
That, this is yeah, his way of yeah. helping. It's just out. more character, and you know, this is kind of Cap and Tony's and the OG Avengers movie. Uh, but I, my audience reacted right in the beginning when Hawkeye's family got dusted. Oh, yeah. People Everyone were like, right. "Oh my god!" And get, yeah, there was a gap. Yes, right away. Was, the way they shot that too, they were doing the like, beautiful. The, yeah. the, not it, with the um the little handheld, the, can, the handheld yeah. where it's bouncing yep. up and yep. down, and the way they shot it where it's like he looks over to one way yeah. and she's gone. Yeah, and he looks over like it's, it's just nothing. You you almost feel like Clint Barton in that point where you're going this this would be really disorienting yeah. if I was out. With a, for a picnic with my family. Plus, the, the handheld helps to make you feel like you're there with him and you're right. like running with him. It's POV for yeah. From point, his, point of view. Yeah. Uh, also, he calls her. Uh, he calls her Hawkeye. So first yeah. time they actually said the word fucking Hawkeye. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in any of this, but uh, that's what sets him off the path. That was great. Uh, let's so let's get to five years later because this all this shit happens. And the next time the audience gasped was when it was five, five years. years. People are like, what the fuck? Uh, and, but I love, I wanted to see what the world would be like. I didn't really agree with that jump. Yeah. Okay. Why? I think that it could, because it opens up so much of like, uh, in the aftermath of this, yes, it, it confuses opens up things. So, yes. It opens up yes. so many different things and it makes, it, it makes all of these, the, the future that they're, that they leave uh-huh. is actually fucked up. Like, Beyond repair, right? Yeah, I I, but, I agree with you, Rugs. The the future is really fucked up. But yes. they could have made it a one year leap, and it would be a little bit more amendable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just so, think the Russos and the writers were like, "This is our cap film, like yeah. uh, like cap off film." Yeah. So they were like, "We don't care how this goes moving forward. Yeah. We're telling this story, yeah. and right? Figure it well, out." Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I but I agree with you, Rugs. I mean, the. They wanted the maximum impact. They wanted like yeah. despair, and that did it. The the, the infrastructure of now going come up, yes. half of the characters yes. are five years younger than yeah. the other half well, is crazy. Well, this is confusing. I'm, I'm thinking about just homecoming. So yes. everybody yes. that's yes. Uh, not homecoming, everybody that's in the new Spider Man. What's it called? Far uh, from home. Far from home. Like everybody had to get dusted in yeah. order to be back in this movie. This is what I didn't understand when Peter goes back and be sees the same age. Ned. I'm like, wait a fucking minute. Why is Ned fucking 21 years old? Yeah, Did he everybody had to get leave, and then that that yeah. leads into more questions of uh, where you know how will people the people remember these people were gone right for well, five I think, years. I think people remember that they're gone, but the the that's where it stuck out for me the most was when he sees Ned either. Ned has been gone with him, yeah, and they both are like emotional because they've been gone, yeah. Or Ned was there, and Ned shouldn't be there. No, nobody is. Oh, oh, they they have to have made basically t- took out the entire class of yeah, yeah. homecoming, of the movie, had them all get yes. dusted at the same time. Clearly, for this to make no sense. one has aged. They're the, they're still in high school. It's the same. Right. They're the same age. What the fuck happened? But yeah, so yeah, that they they could have done the same exact thing with just a year. Yeah, I guess they could have. But the only reason that doesn't work with just a year is they wanted to make Tony have lived a life with this kid. With yes. adult, with a yeah, kid. he needed yeah. a five-year-old. That's the only yeah, thing yeah. where they needed it to be. But he could have had a one-year-old, too. He just couldn't have had a relationship. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, yeah. Well, Morgan Stark was I, very I don't have cute. a kid, but I feel like a one-year to yeah. five-year relationship. Yeah, five different. years. And like it, uh, also the five-year-old, the girl, calls back to all the kids in all the movies where she's wearing the helmet and uh, uh, from uh, you know Iron Man 2. The, the biggest thing, the biggest way I've coped with that future yeah especially the fact that far from home is coming on two months is don't think about it I <laughs> because you, if shit. you start to fucking think about it you're gonna get really racked with what the future yeah, holds you're going to unra- it's like something you're unraveling a sweater by pulling on a string you yeah. know it's like 
You just got to let that straight. I wonder if they'll... That, that is the biggest flaw for me in this movie. I wonder if they'll address it. Like, is it 2023 now in the it's MCU? 2023, right? yes. What the fuck? We're, to- That's we're weird. in 2023 right we're, now. So they're like five years ahead of us. Why is it, anybody aged? Someone brought this up on Reddit, and I was just fucking laughing because yeah. they're like, the implications of losing half the universe for five years. Yeah. So then for five years, we've been living with half the universe. So yes. infrastructure, yep. uh, it's all crumbled. daily plant yeah. growth, yeah. Uh, you know, business... Now to reintroduce yeah. that half of the universe this is back gonna be a on the nightmare. same fucking day would crush the infrastructure this, of every economy in the world. This should be a nightmare situation. Yeah. That would be a nightmare. Yes. Literally, every, every literally, people would starve to death because there wouldn't be enough <laughs> food be being grown on farms. Like everything nightmare. would crumble. Yeah, yeah. But don't fucking think about don't it. Think Not about only it that, too much. but this is this is the second thing that I've uh, that I thought when if five years passed, wouldn't we get our shit together by then? Like. They started rebuilding Tokyo after the tsunami. Like, like a year later, it was like fucking like it never happened. People are really fucking traumatized. They're real depressed. depressed. <laughs> they have been depressed. Five year depressed. Uh, I love it. I, I yeah. I mean, the shot where they 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 show New York and the boats are still all in yeah, the dock. I'm yeah. like, they had to clean that up. Yeah, we haven't cleaned the shit up. It's been five years. Up. What are you doing? There are half as many people that do shit, but uh, that's just, true. There is half as just many. Clean up half as much shit. Maybe just clean up your area. How about that? Your immediate area. Uh, that would like be my every homeless critique. person could have a home. Uh, yes, like no one's using this yeah. shit anymore. I'm gonna take this mansion now. These people got yeah. dusted. That that is a very fair critique that I will I will tolerate. <laughs> uh, I love in that group scene in the uh, where they're at the group meeting. That's Joe Russo, Russo. Yeah. playing the first openly gay character in the MCU. Did you catch the other cameo? Jim Starlin, yep. the creator of fucking Thanos. Yeah, the, the old yep. guy, the old bald dude. I was like, there's so many great fucking cameos in this. Let me ask you about this. Uh, Doctor Strange said there's 14 million versions. Only one can work. And in this one, a rat had to randomly walk across uh, the device to bring Scott back. Hell, it's 14, one in 14 that million. Like, in the other ones, what happened? The rat walked around the fucking thing or the rat didn't right. hit the right buttons. It's one in 14. Uh, but I loved, uh, I, I kind of love that. And the fucking van is prominently in the movie. Uh, it's crazy. Like it works. I just thought it was funny that like, they, you know, as I said, this now I'm not shitting on this movie because I don't like it or I love this movie, but there's things that when you say you ask yourself a question, so you're like, Scott Lang comes back, he's like, we only have enough pim particles. I'm like, but you can go and get as many pim particles as you want. Just go back, Just in, go time. back in time and yes. get it. Well, they figured that out eventually. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good well, point. Yeah, they did figure that out. Although Scott Lang. I'll, I'll defend it like this. Scott Lang is also a doofus. He's an idiot. I love. He was so I, funny. I, I, like, I loved Rocket going, oh, look at you. You want to go to space? Oh, you want to go to space, little boy? boy? Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Who has never been to space? Raise your hand. Yeah, that was great. I love where, where uh, Scott's like, uh, we only have enough for two tests. And then he hits it by accident. <laughs> wow, one, one test. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you fucking idiot. So when they went, so they go to see Tony mm-hmm. when Scott Lang comes out of the fucking thing. Yeah. And uh, obviously, doesn't go well. Uh, he's like, I'm not doing this shit. I got a kid. Yeah. Right. Then he does the dishes and he figures it out. Like, pretty much. <laughs> but he'd been working on it, it. It's pretty quick. Yes. It was the Mobius strip. That was the key. You had to put it, twist it, and then tape it together. And it's it, one it, line. It, what it shows is I think he's he had been working yeah, on it. Yeah. He just yeah, needed. I think maybe a passage of a couple of days had happened. No, I think he'd been working on it for he, five years. Working, yeah, I think yeah. he'd been working on it before even t- Scott got there. Because he, was he knew what was going to happen. That was another great line. He's like, what happened? He turned into a baby? He's like, yeah, turned into a baby. But he's like, I got it right here. I don't know if my older or younger self just peed myself. <laughs> yeah, that was a great. It's like it was so either baby me, old man lines. me, or me me. 
<laughs> uh, there's so many, so many great lines. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know where to go. How about America's ass? Was fucking America's fucking ass? Great, that was weird. Fucking great line. That was, oh, so it's, it was so funny. Like, why would why would Tony Stark look at Captain America's ass and then talk about how his? Oh no, that was that, that's Scott that Lang. Was Scott saying he has because Scott loves Cap. He's like, don't worry. That's oh yeah, you're right. Tony Tony first mentioned it. He's like, yeah, that doesn't do that, anything for your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he fights himself and sees. He's like, oh yeah, that is, that is America. He's like, ass. I could do this all day. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, like, I think the line would have been better if he'd be like, damn those. Those pants are tight. I never noticed this before from this <laughs> angle. You know, <laughs> like that would, I don't know, just a weird, like, it was a weird Tony Stark line. Him looking at his own ass and admiring it is funny. That's great. That was weird. And, uh, you know, I was confused. Oh, don't take stairs. stairs. That stairs thing was great. So many stairs. I love seeing all the moments from the other movies and, you know, in different ways and moments we didn't see uh, playing in and Spe- out of the movie. Speaking of moments that we didn't from other movies. So we'll we'll get to this. Did you guys expect Widow to die? No, this was how did that go this, over? For this you guys? was uh, kind of shocking to me. It was one I I did not see coming again. You know, we either. all thought Cap Iron like, Man. Well, there's 4. a movie coming out. There's a movie it's, it's coming gotta out. It's got to be a prequel now. It's a prequel. Yeah. My only thing with that is, don't you think before they jumped, Nebula would have been like, oh, by the way, uh, she didn't know. They did know though. They said I think she knew. She knew that Gamora died, but she didn't know that it took a sacrifice. She didn't. She uh, could have. She could have thought that Thanos just killed her out of anger. They didn't know that it took a sacrifice. And the saddest part is, as as Scarlett Johansson or Black Widow going, "See you in a minute." Yeah. Right. Upon rewatch, that's a heartbreaking line. Oh fuck! But then my other question is, how does this actually work? I thought that that you you have to sacrifice someone that that you love. And yeah. they were trying to save they each, love other. each other. They love each other. Okay, that's true, I guess. But they were they, trying they, to send each other. You know, conveniently. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they, love, they each. love each other. Yeah, I mean, if it would have been any two characters, it might have been, and I might have not worked, but they love each other. Also, it works because in the first movie, Black Widow tells a story that she was an assassin and she was had red on her ledger and Wid- Hawkeye could have killed her, but he saved her. And now Widow's returning the favor to her. Yes, that's right. Hawkeye's yes, yes. killing people and yep. being this and, terrible and person, and now and she's saving out. him. Yeah. yeah. No, it was definitely. I was like, "Holy shit!" But then I have. It's very poetic. Yes. It is poetic. It, and uh, then I had them, more questions. Them fighting to kill themselves yeah. is because I sad. thought I, I was like, if Hawkeye dies, I'm not gonna feel too bad, honestly. And I think the they realized people were yeah, gonna feel that way, that. even though he had a huge role in this movie. Great performance by like, Jeremy right, Renner. Good. Yeah, Hawkeye's <laughs> going. All right, I, know, I didn't miss they, that. They yeah, anyways. all right, cool. But then they flip it around on you at the, the last one moment. Female Avenger, Holy they fuck. fucking kill off. So my question now is: Are Widow and Gamora both in the Soul Stone? And if Cap went back, did he return the Soul Stone, releasing them? What the fuck's going on now? Well, they're dead. What are you talking about? But Cap had to go back and give the stone back. He re- he returned all the stones from when they took him. So he gave it back. So if she doesn't come back to life. You don't. You, no. you don't re- refund. Get a refund soul when they're you bring back. They're in the Soul Stone. They're both yeah. in the Soul Stone. They're in the stone. So they could come back. No, they're dead, man. They could come out of the Soul Stone. So I could figure oh, out Doctor Strange, the Guardians. They're stop- because the reason they're dead is they they right after Thor goes. Let's just go. We we can get them back. And Hawkeye's like, no, it's done. Go talk to him. It's fucking done. Mm. They emphasize it. Well, Hulk did try to bring her back too, and he couldn't. With when he yeah, snapped. exactly, and yeah. they, they do that too. Hulk says, "I tried, I tried." Shit, she's dead, dead. Mm. She gone. Yeah. So that, that that I mean, if they bring her back, like if they bring back her or like Tony yeah. in any other way other than a prequel or a flashback, it's gonna or, cheapen. It. It's gonna suck. Yeah, it's gonna. It's really gonna kill. I say film. Tony becomes the AI voice. He becomes the next Jarvis. 
That's that's fine. That's fine. That's possible because it you know it's something that's within his power to do. Yeah, right. It makes sense. You know what I mean. So if it if there's some things that in this movie that are that are forced, but I, you can't force shit like that. Like uh, people don't won't like that. You can only get away with a certain amount of forcing. They're dead, dead. <laughs> I, okay, I'll bring it up now. Yeah, because we have we touched on it, but I, I it's it's so worthy of bringing up again. The moment when Cap is on the ground and he looks over at Thanos and Thanos has his entire army. Yeah. And then you hear on your left uh, yeah. Black Panther comes yeah. out. That was another big cheer. Well, the fact that he was standing there on his own willing to face down yeah. Thanos and then like you think uh, you're thinking in complete despair. You're like there's no fucking and, but he was gonna, Yeah, he was going to do it. And Th- this was literally your John Snowman yep, snow moment yep. in Battle of the Bastards yep. where they're charging at him and he's by himself. Yep, but he's standing up there before the troops come but, and help him. You get Black Panther come out which, first, which big is big cheers. Fitting. Falcon comes out, yeah. big cheers. Yeah. Then you get Doctor Strange and the Guardians come out, huge cheers. The biggest cheers, though, Spider Man comes out, yeah. and I my theater went fucking nuts. <laughs> That's awesome. And I was like this, like, and I and I and I was like goosebumps. I was also like, wait, you guys didn't know that yeah. he was coming back? Yeah, like you really thought he was dead. And he comes out, and everyone's just going fucking insane. And then from there you get everyone else and you get like the the Wakandan the, chants the and the uh, and the Asgardians come out. Yeah. And then you even see some of the Ravengers yep, come out. Yep. And Giant Man. This is Hulk, just, it's just like what's oh gonna happen on God. Game of Thrones. All of the armies are showing up. But but this is like not only is this eleven years of movies, yeah. but this is like comic books. Yes. Like this is every event storyline yes. come to life. They they that's what they did. They did that little switcheroo thing where they, they subverted that that moment where he where Hulk snaps mm-hmm. and gets everyone back, and then you forget about having, it for a while by having the whole place getting fucking bombarded. Yes, right. They, which for some reason they all lived through that. Yeah, like, that yeah. was like the, the, Avengers. the most come on the most firepower I've ever seen on a place, and nobody not a scratch on anyone. <laughs> I had a way to defend it, and I was going with it with it in the second film because Tony, but when they are about to do the snap with Hulk, he puts up all the. The like the the barriers. Do you remember he puts that? A shield up. Yeah. yeah, like but the, yeah, all those shields go down before the fucking well, firepower rains down. down. So. Yeah, they they should have like kept they should the shields. They should. Oh, you know, they should have kept the shields up to defend, like to make not defend it, but to at least plot protect they the, the characters. They looked out the window to see if they fixed anything. Right, but yeah, I that's the only thing where I was like, wow, they all lived. None of and like Hawkeye gets up, no helmet, not a scratch <laughs> on his fucking <laughs> he's, face. He's yeah. in the basement. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck. And then that pseudo armor comes out of nowhere. Where does he get that suit of Wait, armor? Wait, who? Who? Uh, Hawkeye? Uh, uh, oh, no, Tony's War Machine. Oh yeah. So War Machine gets a new armor. Oh, he does. He gets the Iron Patriot armor. Oh, yeah. He gets out of the War Machine armor, and then he gets Iron Patriot. Yeah, they don't show. They didn't, they don't I show mean, the, the, but the it's pacing of that was so great. Like you did, they didn't give you a chance to think, and then the complete destruction so instantly was unfucking believable. Well, how the fuck did those things get down there where Hawkeye was? I don't think they they even showed it. The Outriders. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they didn't show it. But I, I did, feel like that was a. I think that was a an editing thing. That might have might, might have been in a different spot, uh-huh. and they moved it up. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy though that they finally had the three t- pillars of the universe face off against Thanos. Walk up, that was awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed yeah. that Thanos is just sitting there. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, just waiting. Just, like, I even enjoyed <laughs> Thanos's characterization where he's from 2014. Yeah, but he's like, okay, this is. This is now my destiny. I am inevitable. Yeah. And what I've learned from fucking all of this is that even if I kill 
half the universe, they'll never appreciate it. So what I'll I have to do is fucking out. wipe them all out. I think 2014 Thanos is more dangerous than fucking I love 2018 Thanos because he's seen it already. When Thor, first off, when Thor gets the armor back and he has both Mjolnir yeah. and Stormbreaker, yeah. I'm fucking ball. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> then you cut and you see that he has a belly in the armor, yes. which is kind of hilarious. Yes. But I like that he, he slaps the things together. And he goes, let's kill him properly now. Yeah. And he, but he even had mentions, he goes, this is a trap. He's like, but I don't care. Yeah. Let's we're, get him. We're all and in. Tony, he's like, we're all in. Let's get him now. Like, they're so fucking angry that they, they jump into a trap. Because they just want to fucking kill. The him. sequence of them passing the the gauntlet like a football was amazing, and amazing. I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching a movie where right now Spider Man is hitching a ride off Molinier that was thrown by Cap while he's holding an Infinity Gauntlet. Geek Holy shit! This is it. This is happening. Uh, yeah, when right. when they were running at each other, like when the before the battle started, when everybody shows up and the two armies are coming, I actually in my head I was like, they're gonna cut away. Like, there's no way we're they, they they're doing this. This is happening. I half expected them to just cut away to like afterwards, and I was like, "Holy fuck, this is fucking happening!" I I do have a minor nitpick, and it's the, the most nine, minor nitpick ever. When Cap goes Avengers, yeah, and he goes assemble, and then he whispers, yeah, assemble. He I'm like, how does anyone know that they're ready to charge?" <laughs> He's like, "I was waiting for that second part. Uh, I didn't the second part." But Thor does scream, yeah. and then they all go. The female, <laughs> the female team that joins up. It was like ten. Of the, that was so contrived. I, though. Love, I was like, setting up this movie. It was fucking. It was badass. contrived, but I was, it was like, so I was like they conveniently it. all land you know, all, in the same spot. All the spot. women in the theater were going nuts the, at this, this point. This huge, like, expansive battleground that they're all over the place in the last shot, and they all conveniently form up. To, Listen, to, it's a, to generate it's a sisterhood. This moment. It's woman yeah. power. It, it's it was the it was the pandering moment of the it film. It felt forced, but like I I enjoyed seeing it. I just think we should have gotten there better. Do you, like, you think that it was a good use of Captain Marvel? I you know it wasn't what we thought where she was going to be the do sex machina, uh, but well she was in a in a in way a sort she's of. like because they had to like they used her in the beginning and then she's like well, I gotta go away now yeah. and I'm gonna be really busy yeah. so uh, don't bother me. And she comes back right at the right time when he was like rain yeah. fire. I, I liked her better i still yeah. have a lot of problems i liked her better in this movie than her own movie I, I still feel like they're propping her up to be something that hasn't been earned yet so because that character that literally could have been anyone that jumps through that fucking oh, it's giant gotta spaceship. be someone who's really powerful who can it could be anybody through. it could be fucking anybody i guess it could yeah, they're doing it just because captain marvel is supposed to be important i still don't feel like it's earned and the, here's a here's a quick reason why she's been gone yeah all throughout earth's most important moments yeah she said she explains that there's she's the Avengers are here. I've got to help out a lot of other planets. Okay, fine. Show us something. Show us that she's helping out other planets. Because right now, all I see is this girl, this smart ass, uh, badass, supposedly badass girl yeah. that hasn't been around for twenty films, supposedly helping out the entire universe. Yet we never see any of it. Captain Marvel too. Show show me like <laughs> show me this. I know. This is classic. Tell not show. Or if like the Guardians had mentioned her at all, you know, in yeah, the like movies, it, it, it's, it's still sort. It's so forced with her. Yeah. So if you notice, there's a shot in this movie where she is holding back Thanos's gauntlet, similar to Infinity War, where it's Cap. It's Cap. And yeah, so I feel like thing. they're telling us this is your next fucking Captain America. And then Thanos headbutts. Yeah, and nothing, nothing happens, which is great. Yeah. Uh, quite the the spin on the last time. I mean, I, I mean, I'm willing to. I I still think they can make her awesome. It's just it's. It's, they're not there yet with her. Every character except her, they're not there yet. There's just like, look, even Scarlet Witch, badass fucking moment. Like, 
had a great yeah. moment. And and that's a character I don't like either for yep. some reason. I never liked her in the comic books either. I always thought she was like a cheesy character. But like uh in this movie, she at least gets a cool moment and she gets to really fuck with Thanos and starts stripping the, the armor off. Yep. That was great. I love that Thanos just goes, I don't even know who you yeah. are. <laughs> Scarlet Witch, yeah. She's like, you took everything from me. I mean, to uh, to Marvel's credit, when Scarlet Witch jumps in, was it then in front of Spider-Man? Uh, she defends him? Or was that Black Panther? Well, who doesn't matter? Yeah. She jumps in front of whoever's holding the fucking football. Oh, yeah. And in front of Thanos and the music cues. My theater went like, oh, man. She's so like, powerful. They were fucking pumped up to see Scarlet Witch fight Thanos, Fuck which yeah. I would I would have never thought five <laughs> years ago would be something that I'd be and, in, pumped to see. I mean, see. the moment from Infinity War helps. Like, you, you know, you, they set that it's up character well. work. They yeah. built that up. Yeah. Uh, what about Professor Hulk? What did we think of uh, the new Hulk here? Yeah. I feel like he wasn't really Hulky. <laughs> yeah, I've, I think if you're a Hulk fan going yeah. into this, you're on one hand, you're psyched because you get to see this version of Hulk, yeah. the Professor yeah. version. Yeah. But he doesn't really smash. No, but that, yeah, but that's, but makes fun of that. Smash. But that's too. Professor Hulk. Yeah. In the comics, he's like that too. But yeah, but he smashes in the comics. He kicks. I, mean, ass I, I enjoyed it because he reminded me of like an uncle. He's so funny. Like this cheesy yeah. fucking yeah. uncle. Yeah. Oh, let's take a picture. Yeah. Go green. Yeah. He's like dab. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes it's dab, I'm just fucking losing. Also, it. when they're yeah. testing the time travel, he's like time travel. What? That was great. Yeah. Like uh, the, but, or when he, he's in the battle in New York and he's trying to act like the Hulk. Oh, he's, yes. like, he's like really. He's punching the car and yeah, he's like, oh, like unnecessary. He was Smash. how come he was so much bigger though in in, in Avengers? He was just not matter. He's kind of controlled it and brought it down. Yeah, I think I think that's he's cool. somewhere in between. He's in between. He's in between yeah. yeah, I I enjoyed Professor I, yeah, Hulk. Yeah, I thought he was no, fucking I did. hilarious. The fucking taco I did, moment. I know. I know. Diehard Hulk fan. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're not gonna, getting him. You're not getting down. You're gonna come out of this going. He did not smash. He should have fucking smashed. He should have gotten. And like, and there's no re- like he never gets that second chance with Thanos to fight. Yes, him. Yeah, that's true. Yes. And he doesn't redeem himself. They're kind of doing he what, just gets to do the what snap they did and to then Drax gets, a little bit to him. What's that? They could do into him what they did to yeah, Drax. But, but, a little bit. but Drax doesn't. Drax have, is a joke now yeah, too. Like yeah. he did the stabby thing. Yeah, he did the stabby. Yeah. thing. Everybody had a little moment. But Dra- but Drax is never Drax, Drax doesn't have the character history that the Hulk has. That's right. true. I'm, what's, I'm, what I'm, I'm kind of defending and have that like, if people had an expectation for Hulk to be smashy, they're going to be disappointed. Whereas Drax, you don't really have that expectation because no, it's just no, Professor Hulk. They made him into a joke. And Professor Hulk, you want someone who's smart and is, uses his strength cleverly and and uh, can help you out. And like they nailed that in this one. Well, this let me let me just be super nerdy right okay. now. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> you have the Savage Hulk, right. which is when he's like mindless. Yeah. He's at his strongest for that uh, in that way. Then you have Mister Fixit, right. that's smaller and gray, yeah. and has uh, all of the the smarts. But he he sacrifices his size and strength to have ability. Then later on in the comics, he becomes Professor Hulk, which is the perfect blend. Which he's got all the strength and all the knowledge. And if they're gonna call him Professor Hulk, well, he's actually more like Mister Fixit. Oh, uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. He's fair just enough. not gray. I mean, he does do a lot. I mean, man, what else? Big moments. Fucking giant man punching the Chitari fucking thing out of the air was great. Well, how about, um, I mean, let's get into the kind of the, the, the closing. Yeah, moments. let's get into where it ends so after Tony with, dies. So Tony dies. Yeah. That's a big emotional moment. Yeah. I was fucking, like I said, if the theater was empty, I'd have been bawling my ass yeah. out. I was, in a, I was a wreck. So then the next moment is 
where we're leaving the big three characters. So Thor yeah. finally resigns to the fact that he's not a leader and lets Valkyrie lead Asgard. New Asgard, New up Asgard. in Norway. And right. he is joining the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's hilarious. So what do you guys think of that? As Guardians of the Galaxy, I cannot wait to see him and Peter Quill fucking uh, interact with each other. Uh, I think it's a great idea if uh, he's open to more movies, Hemsworth. Well, after Ragnarok, it seems like that's more of his wheelhouse. Yeah, yep. it's a very Agreed. similar tone. So, I think he'd be great in that. And as far as, uh, um, you know, uh, what was the name? What's the name? Where is he from again? Asgard. New Asgard. Asgard. Asgard being on, on Earth, that's been done in the comics. Yep, so. yep that's also a nice Easter egg. And I yeah, think, so they, uh, they're kind of true to the comics there. Uh, and then... In the newer comics, obviously, there's a woman, Thor. So all of those things kind of jive together. They all kind there's of. There's also sense. an Asgardian. I'd rather it not be a woman, Thor, and I'd rather it just be Valkyrie. Va- yeah, yeah, Valkyrie ruling. And there is a comic book also called Asgardians of the Galaxy, uh, which is uh, fun. With Angela. I oh, from with Todd McFarlane's Angela. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, Rugs, that it seems like Thor's in the wheelhouse now of, of a Taika Waititi, James Gunn kind of feel. And, and that's going to be. if. I think Thor really hit his his stride in Ragnarok, and I think they just re-upped with Hemsworth, and they're like, yeah, you're not leaving, and Hemsworth's like, yeah, I got nothing else going on. Well, maybe that Men in Black movie, but other than that, I heard they pitched uh, Thor 4, so there yeah, may be I mean, some it all, interest it makes in sense. that. Yeah. There's still, there's still some stuff. An yes, and with yeah. either Taika or James Gunn, I think he would be amazing, this Thor. So then you got that. So And then also, the funeral scene that had everybody that's ever been in an MCU movie is fucking standing there. Even the kid from Iron Man 3? Uh, why, yeah. why is he there? Why is this fucking kid from... To make people go, who the... That's an Easter Why egg. is Harley <laughs> there? Were they keeping in touch this whole time? I thought that was odd. Maybe. No, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, did, I definitely didn't recognize him because yeah. he's grown up. Yes. I thought that was... Quicksilver oh. from X Men. Oh shit! I was going. What the fuck is going on? Oh, here? I had dead. to turn to the fucking oh. nerdy teenager next yeah. to me and ask them after who is that? that and she she's like, it's the kid from Iron Man two or three. Yeah. And I had to Google it. Yeah, it's the kid from Iron Man three. And I was like, holy shit, the kid from Just Iron Man. Oh, Everyone put him there. in there. Yeah, every. It was amazing to see like this family and this family and this family. And then you have Nick Fl- Nick Fury. Nick Fury's in this for five seconds, but he's back. I you get you get a really cool callback where. I hope happy's with Morgan. Oh, yeah. I'm hungry. Cheeseburgers. What do you want? Cheeseburgers. And that's that's from the first Iron that's Man movie. That's the first thing well. he wanted when he came yeah. back was cheeseburgers. And like it's so it's so fitting and so touching that he now has to take care of Morgan. Just kind of like Tony took care of him, he took care of Tony. It's it was I mean that that whole funeral I was a mess. Then a we get mess. to uh the plan for Steve to go back Return the stones, and I knew he wasn't coming back. I knew I was like, he's gonna go hang out in the past. This is his chance. Uh, and weirdly enough, he picks up Molinier, takes it with him. I didn't understand why he took it, and where is it now? He has to bring it he back. To bring to it back. Oh, where they got it from? Yeah, they okay. stole it from Thor too. That's right. They took it from there. So then he's returning all the stones and decides that you know what? I'm gonna live my life here with Peggy in the fifties. Yeah, he finally gets to live that life. And then you, he comes back, and he's all old. And is this now? So that would also create a branch timeline, meaning he came back from another timeline, right? And then he comes back from it. He's come back from a timeline where he got to live a happy. Where he life. created it, and 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 Sam, not Bucky, is the one that gets the shield passed to him. Did you catch that Bucky basically knew all along that this was going to happen. Uh, how so? He's the one that's like Go over there, talk to him. Oh, oh. He, he's the one. He, and he nods. I felt yeah, like he gave him, him his approval, like that. You got this. It's you. No, but I, I think they're implying that Bucky knew 
as his best friend that he was going to go back and live that life. Okay. And this is the plan. Yeah. So and also they have a TV show. So, you know, all that shit's going to come up, you know, who I, I don't see how the, they, they can just make do a TV. I, if you're going to give, I feel like they got a chance to make a movie with yeah. Falcon as cap. Yeah. Like this, that, that was a big moment. So just throw that onto a Disney Plus TV it's, show. It's, I feel. Like, I mean, it's gonna be. It's all gonna be part of the. Maybe it's him learning. I, re- or I, getting- I, I wasn't. I haven't been the biggest Falcon fan. Yeah. I think he's all right. But that moment where he gives him the shield, I was like, I'm, I'm all in. I loved him double stabbing Falcon America. Yeah, Falcon <laughs> America, which is also from the comics. But him double stabbing that monster with his fucking wings was great. Like. His, I, yeah, his moments are great. I, lo- I love that he goes, he has him try it on. Yeah. I, re- I remember this. He yeah. has him try it on. Falcon's like, it be- I feel like it belongs to someone else. Yeah. And Cap goes, well, it doesn't. It's yours. Yeah. And Falcon like literally has the biggest smile on his face. And he's like, I'll do my best. He's like, that's why I gave it to you. Yeah. Because I know you'll do your best. And then the last shot of Steve and Peggy having that dance, which is what you wanted to see for so long. Great. And then they smooched it. That's all you wanted. In. And it was Man, amazing. What? I honestly, I was going, what a fucking movie. It's, it, it really, uh, the fact that they were able to close up all this stuff. But it, it's the type of movie, though, that you have to have seen. All the movies. Most of, yes. if not all these movies yes. prior. Yes. You won't appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, did you catch? It's not, it's not a movie that can be played on its own. It's not a standalone movie, and it's not, but it is probably like the best. But it's like, it's so hard because I've never seen anything like this. It's the best comic book event film pop culture global event fucking moment uh ever in 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 that aspect but as a cap it is like a season finale to this tv show that just happens to be movies right you know and it's amazingly satisfying this generation star wars on steroids yes Yes. and i know people are going to be sad that you won't get to see your og characters but i think they set it up well to move forward with these threads with these new characters it's just going to be it's going to be I mean, interesting to see if people are going with them. I, honestly, I'm at the point where I'm like, if this was over, if this is it, this is it forever. I, I, I'm almost like this is, should be it. Yeah. Let's, let's take a fucking break. I know we got Spider-Man coming up, but how are you going to, how can you enjoy Spider-Man in the same way that you can enjoy this? I mean, they, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp as a like palate cleanser kind of made sense after Infinity War, but Feige has said Spider-Man Far From Home is actually the last movie of phase three. As, as much as this is a conclusion, that Spider-Man, movie, home, Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be a rough watch. For Far me. From Home is the last movie of this phase. Then they will take yeah. a break. I'm feeling like it's it's out of place. Yeah, I feel like that. Like Spider Man Far From Home. Like why can't? How's anything going to matter? Just wait a year. Like yeah. wait at least a year. Let us let's process this entire fucking thing. Yeah. Well, like how? Yeah. It's like the Beatles uh, quit touring, and all of a sudden Ringo goes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, Wait a minute. Well, Paul did that right away with Wings. Once the Beatles like broke up at seventy, yeah, but that's Paul. Paul. Oh, I see what you're saying. Just Ringo, which he went solo eventually. It's not yeah. good. <laughs> uh, but Paul's like, "Fuck it, I'm going out. I'm taking my wife. I taught her how to play piano. Let's go. We're called Wings." Uh, I love the. <laughs> how, ca- how did? You- oh, go ahead. No, I just want to talk about the cameo specifically. This may be the last Stan Lee cameo we're ever going to see. It is. I love the bumper sticker that said "Nuff didn't, said." Didn't get a huge reaction in my theater. It went by really quick because it wasn't very obvious. Yeah, he had a yeah. mustache on. It was really quick. What? Twice, both times, barely anyone. I think reacted. you miss it because so much shit is going on in this movie. You are going to miss it. Yeah, but then I mean, just the fact that this movie has Loki, Tilda Swinton, Robert Redford, Renee Russo, Haley Atwell, Frank Grillo, Agent Sitwell, Corgan Meek. I love seeing Corgan Meek. 
Hail Hydra. That was fucking Th- fantastic. That elevator too. scene was great because you. Oh, yeah. He walks out with he, it. So he got <laughs> smart. You figured him. He was going to beat him up like in Winter Soldier. And then he's like, I'm going to be smart. Just go Hail Hydra. What about Cap versus Cap fight? Did you think that was necessary? It's fun. I enjoyed it. It took me back. A lot of this movie took me back to Joss Whedon's original Avengers, too. Like, it had that kind of playful, fun vibe. But then it also got real fucking dark. Uh Angela Bassett, Michael Douglas, you Michelle Pfeiffer, everyone who's ever been in a fucking Marvel movie. There were movie. so many people that didn't have any lines. Yes. They were just on they screen. They were just standing there. The whole time, especially during the second showing, I was going to myself, how much money did they spend on this to get everyone <laughs> to show up? How do you schedule all this how does, shit? How does this work? Think about that fucking... How does everyone just agree to do this? That funeral scene, all the people that are on set right there to film that fucking I funeral scene. I they're not really there. No, no, though. they're not all there. It's all edited oh, together. Oh, you think it is? It's a little uh, composite, 100%. compositing. I read that um, when Infinity War was filmed, Doctor Strange filmed most of oh, all right. his films, scenes on his own. That's right. And they had a stand had in. A, yeah. Because yeah, of... Uh, but even, did you catch Michael Douglas in the 70s and the old Ant-Man? Yes, they had DH Michael, and again, DH Michael Douglas in the old school. So here's some Easter eggs. You had the old school uh, Ant-Man uh, head. Uh, call, like we said, callbacks to probably every movie in, in the MCU. Uh, the dads and daughters thing is great. Cassie Lang in the comics becomes stature. You know, Clint calls her Hawkeye. Morgan Stark is a Tony's male cousin. And his enemy in the comics. I know you're going to go over a lot of these, but a great one, to, a video to check out is on Screen Crush. There's I watched that one, yes. 109 yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything is, the whole movie is an Easter egg. The whole movie Pretty is much. a love letter yes. to the Marvel Universe. Pepper Potts as in her rescue armor. Uh, that's a call. That's a fucking Easter egg. So there's just so many more Easter eggs. I'm not going to go over all. Yeah, those are the, so those are the big many. ones. You want to know what I thought was really interesting, too? When um, they go back to get Tony, they don't show you Pepper. They don't show you until I'm like, and I thought it was really weird that they don't show you Pepper at all, not even sticking her head out or anything, until he's got to tell her about the that he solved time the mm-hmm. time thing. That was so weird. It was so deliberate too. They didn't have. And, they only had her for like a day, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fact that they got all these people. Uh, it's unbelievable. It, it really is. I mean, it, you know, it's big corporate movie making. It's you know, it, but it's really unbelievable what they did. It's these past I, eleven yeah. years, and and to get you kind of see like the moving pieces that they had to kind of move around to get it, to get this to happen. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it is an undertaking. It's unbelievable. It, yeah, it, it 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 it's never been done before. Yeah, no, I, I, like you have to give credit where it's due. They they've done something that's historic here. Now, is this the most satisfying end to any kind of thing that you've seen? Good question. For me, yes. I feel like it's super satisfying. It's it it, it went beyond my expectations. To I close mean, I've this had out. satisfying um, endings in comic book storylines, yeah. like reading comics. Yeah. But I can't think of anything at this scale that's been this satisfying. I feel like overall, like Cap gets his ending. Iron Man, you know, he goes out a hero and he has his child and his family. Um, you know, Spider Man gets to live another day. Hulk, you know, worked out his issues. Uh, Thor, you his know, story's kind of re- not over. He's continuing on, but he's on the next phase of his life. He's a, right? gar- he's not, he's a guardian. Could, yeah. 
and Scarlet's dead, and Hawkeye's going to go back to his family, which what he wanted to be in the fir- from the first place. Yep. So all of these uh, characters kind of got a good resolution. Like nobody, I mean, nobody really got shortchanged that that much. Great point. The question so, is, what happens next? And the the characters that have movies continuing, yeah, are put in a place where they can continue on. Yes, they, the threads they set for all of them were very good. So where does, what is, we got Eternals coming out, which is going to probably um, introduce some new characters. I don't know if they're going to stick, but Guardians of the Galaxy people like, so they could do it again. You got Captain Marvel. You have Spider-Man. Uh, Far From Home. one more movie. Yep. And who you else got Black have? Panther, can pro- Black probably Panther. second movie. Doctor Black Strange Black will probably Doctor have Strange, movie. Doctor Strange, the uh, direct, no, it's happening, the director signed on. Oh, Scott Derrickson movie. and Ryan Coogler yeah. is coming back for Black Panther. Shang-Chi, yeah. they announced, they're probably going to make Shang-Chi, that. Shang-Chi, yep. Guardians Volume 3, they're probably going to make that. That's going to happen. And then, so that, that's the guarantees, yes. we know for sure. And then all the Disney shows, I believe, will interweave between the storylines of these movies as it goes on. I got a, the Disney shows for me. I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch them. I'm telling you, it's going to be a big part of the MCU canon. I, I have a rough time, though, like seeing how that's going to. If it's six to eight episodes, it might be a little, and a little too much. Throwing $100 million at it. By the way, Imran, yeah. for the, uh, the last time, yeah. they basically put a fucking dagger in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That shit has no connection to any of this. You know what? Jarvis being in this was kind of huge. It is the first time a character from the yeah. TV show has appeared. But that in show Avengers. was produced by Kevin Feige. That oh, Agent Carter was. Yep, that's Agent why. Carter was the only one that was actually produced by the guy. I was that surprised run the film. to see Jarvis. I was like, oh fuck, it's actually Jarvis there. But yeah, imagine Daisy Johnson showed up to the battle. Yeah, I mean, if if they really wanted to put an olive branch out to the TV universe, they would have had. The Agents of Shield show up and the Defenders. Because show up, but Shield they is starting in May again. The the, the sixth season. Olsen's ass would have showed no, up. Oh, I if know. Really gave none a of fuck. that. None of that is Stop! There. Stop watching that shit, man. It doesn't connect. I'm, or at least stop saying that. I'm you still think it gonna connects. watch it. It doesn't to connect. see what they how they fucking deal with this or if they do at all. It's its own thing. <laughs> but th- look, that show's gotten better every season. So I'm uh, looking forward to. I don't know about that. I feel it's gotten the better. last few are bad. I think it's good. <laughs> I think. Do you do another Avengers movie or do you wait for like a long you gotta, time? You got to wait for a long fucking time. Right? I, at least that's how I feel right now. Yeah. Do so you think he's going to be an A-Force movie? An A-Force or New Avengers or you could do Young Avengers. Uh, there's a bunch of different options, but we're not going to know anything probably until maybe San Diego. They'll tell us like, hey, we I figured out what we're I don't know where do. you go. I, I see some of your questions. What happened to Gamora? Yes, that was a big question. Did she just take off? She took off, or so they're did searching she get for her. snapped also? No, they're in the in the especially the second showing. Yeah, when they're in the ship, it says searching, and it has Gamora's picture. But so that's how they're going to deal with yes. this: is that they're going to have the actress still come back, but you're dealing with the 2014 version, which right. means Peter's love is going to have to, which is crazy. Be she, yeah, she does. She's never met them, and they got to go and start from scratch again with well, her. Why wouldn't she die? She's part of Thanos'. This is what thing. I thought. If he snapped everyone that came from through the portals 2014, she she would have been one That's of them. That's what I initially thought too, but I guess maybe he snapped the people that had bad intentions. Right, he would have to know that she's now turned. You know. Or he just snaps the. He, does, he like doesn't a, know that. Oh, she has because she does have good intentions. I see. Yeah. What you're I just like when Doctor Strange told Iron Man, he's like, I. He's like, can you tell me if this is the one? He's like, if I tell you, it won't come true. I'm like, what is it like a birthday wish? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like all this better work. That's a good point. Uh, I don't know, that's a, <laughs> that's funny. So many great lines. So many funny moments. 
Uh, so much. In, in the, I mean, I literally, I'm racking my brain. There, there's, there's so much we're not even covering. In the middle of the battle where uh, Cap has the Stormbreaker and Thor's like, no, no, give me that one. You get the little one. You get the little but, one. But yeah. right in the middle of the battle, great little fucking comedic moment. Then it goes right in. But again, the last. Oh, here's one. Yes. Here's one. When Hulk has the, the, the gauntlet on. Yeah. And he's feeling the power. Yeah. And like about to break down, Cap goes, you know, Thor goes, shut it off, take it off. And Cap goes, are you okay? Do you want to continue? Yeah. And that is literally from the first Avenger when he's getting injected with the super yes. serum. He's and like, I like, could do it. Stop, yeah. stop. He's like, no, no, yep. no, I can yep. do it. Every, it's the same exact fucking every thing. Every line is a fucking callback. It's amazing. Like you, you can go on and on with these lines that are fucking callbacks. I'm trying to think of another one. Uh, but the attention to detail, so amazing. Fat Thor also had, <laughs> as my friend Irwin pointed out, Fat Thor had a Robert Baratheon sort of vibe to he him. He did. Another great line, <laughs> Rocket. You look like melted ice cream. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Rocket is so great. I also love when he gives a speech and Rocket's like, man, this guy's really good at that. <laughs> it's like, I know, right? I, my name's Korg. This is the free Wi-Fi. Oh, he's like, hey, jump and they're on. talking shit to the fucking Fortnite. They play Fortnite, which I was like, boo, fucking ah, this Fortnite. Is Thor. This is Thor. <laughs> I'm gonna come to your house and gonna something up Thank your you ass. Thor, uh, Noob Master's back on again. <laughs> he's like, listen to me, Noob Master. <laughs> he's like, hey, have have some beer, have some beer, get on the Wi-Fi. Korg, I was so happy to see Korg and Meek, dude. I really was hoping they were gonna put them in there. And Valkyrie, I mean, they, they gave Pegasus, you everyone. everybody. I, I can't believe they gave you everyone. Everybody is in this movie. It's unbelievable. Uh, and unbelievable. and again, another one where uh, uh, Wasp says, "Okay, Cap." Right. Where in the last movie she was making fun of Scott calling, him, calling Cap him Cap because yep. he's such a little Captain America fanboy, but now she's like really gets is. it. She was like all in. She's like, "Okay, Cap." But his shield being destroyed by Thanos straight out of the comic books, like the same thing happened. Uh, and the standoff, just man, so much. I mean, we're, how did the shield get fixed? Uh, he so got he went back one. in time. I got yeah. the old one. Yeah, oh. remember, old Cap came back with the shield. Yeah, he he created a new timeline when he went back. I love, oh, I love nice. the moment when Tony gives Cap the shield back. He goes, he made it for you. And I was like, oh fuck, they're meeting. He's getting the shield back. Holy shit! Ah, uh, so yeah. great. He's like, he doesn't want his kid to use it as a. Oh, the, yes. <laughs> and then the the shit, the whole thing with the shit and Morgan, where she's like, shit. It's like, no, no, you can't use that word. <laughs> That's your mom. Yeah, she coined it. He's like, I got a lot of shit I'm doing here. <laughs> I got a lot of shit I'm doing. <laughs> so good, Morgan. Uh, Morgan Stark. So cute. I, I know. I know that um, Imran loves everything. So it, it's not that. Not to completely put down your opinion, yeah. but I'm, I'm curious, Rugs. Did, how much did you re- really enjoy this? What do you well, mean? Let's rate like, it. We'll find no, out. Like yeah, like sleep. Where, where would you, yeah? Okay, let's go with that. Rate it, rank it, and now we'll find out how much you loved it, Rugs. I mean, you can go first. I don't know. I mean, I. If you watch, I think if you watch um, Infinity War in this as one film, mm-hmm. it's an amazing experience. Absolutely. I can't wait to do that. And it is an undertaking. So, like, any other film that we, we could talk about um, isn't trying to do what this movie is doing. No other film has ever attempted right? to do what this so, movie is doing. You, so, as I said, like, whenever there's a movie that's doing something that's, like, very original or interesting... I usually give it a break. Mm-hmm. All right. So, for example, like Justice League, putting all the heroes in a movie that's been done before and been done better. So they're right now they're gonna they they have that benchmark to to meet up to, right? Yeah, great point. So Avengers fucking killed that whole idea and did it way better and blah blah blah. So now this movie, the culmination, the ending. 
hacking up all these characters and giving them all like satisfying endings. Um, the all of these moving parts are it's an impossibility. It's it's a task. So I respect what they did. So I enjoyed this movie immensely. So is it my favorite Marvel movie of all time? No, but it's uh, it it's definitely it may be one day. I'm not even I'm not taking it out of like uh, you know putting it in in an order where it's like not can never get up there. I think that with further viewings and stuff like that, I think it might all these things kind of will still impress me. Like when we're just talking about it right now, I'm like that's fucking impressive that they brought that line back or they were able to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's an impressive thing. And it, like. And it's not something that I needed somebody to tell me, right? So let's say, like, when I watch, like, The Last Jedi, like, some asshole <laughs> will uh, defend it <laughs> and explain it to me yeah. like I didn't get it. <laughs> like, me, a guy who fucking, all he does is fucking critique movies. Like, yeah. no, I so, get it. Say, you know, when I go, this I get. This, it makes sense. Like, I don't need you to explain it. Like, they were going for all of this stuff, and they went for it, and... You know, I'm going to say about 80% of it worked beautifully, and the 20% that didn't work, it just didn't quite, it, it just missed it by that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a complete fall on your face, like nobody got, nobody liked that. But did you like this? Like, like, like there's no, why did you say that name? Yeah, yeah. Like, where like yes. everybody was just like, that did not yeah. work, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> that did not fucking work. <laughs> like, the one thing, like I said, the biggest kind of like, where you're obviously getting like was the a force thing where they like contrived it up so that shot would happen. Forced. That's the only one where you can really say that that was forced. Was a force referencing the women? The women team, yes. 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 Like the the conveniently happening the scene. I love the scene, but I think they could have gotten there better. But whatever. So all like it is a good movie. I would highly recommend it. I enjoyed. I saw it twice. And I probably see it a third time. Did you like it better or not as much as Infinity War? Oh man, that's a really hard question because I it's hard to compare these. Two. I mean, I watched Infinity War this morning. Yeah. Uh, not all of it. I watched like the last uh, forty minutes of yeah. it. And th- I mean, there were some. I mean, the I think that what's better in Infinity War is the absolute terror of everything well it's a riskier movie because of the fact it's the part one setup of this whole thing dude when thanos appears and they're all trying to stop him and nothing happens and yeah. and it's just completely futile and then he fucking she kills the vision and he brings him back to life yeah and kills him in front of her and then cap is just everybody's turning into ash and cap is just looking around at the despair it's just crazy. Yeah. It's just like, wow, this is fucking, uh, if we didn't know what was going to happen and like that, they're all going to come back. Yeah. That would have been, but the way it was shot, dude, they took it for it. So they're both done very well. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, give me a number out of 10 on a scale. One to 10. Yeah. I'm going to probably give this a nine. And okay, so I won't have you put it where in your ranking of the MCU. Can you do that now? Is that? Uh, I think it's too soon. I think it's I too don't know. soon. I, I mean, I, it's definitely. I'm gonna say tied with Infinity War. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would say that's a good point. All right, good. Anthony, rate it, rank it. Did you like it better than Infinity War? Um, I mean, so you know, this movie is still 
a day or two old in my mind. Yeah. It, it is designed to make you feel things, you know, um, to make you run the gamut of emotion. Yeah. So in that sense, it is designed to, if, if they can nail all that stuff, it's going to make you like it that much more. Yeah. Um, I feel like this movie is just, I mean, it, 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 for me, if it can make me laugh and cry and feel angry and think about all these moments in the past, it is a gigantic success. I, re, I, I really enjoyed this film. I really um, admire the undertaking that it had to do and what they went and did with it. I, I think it's just, it's just been amazing. Like this whole ride has been amazing. Um, is it better than Infinity War? And so in, I remember when we first reviewed Infinity War, I wasn't as high on it. Mm. And the more I think about Infinity War, the more I really respect that movie and how good it really is. Yeah. So Infinity War, in my mind, has jumped from being just a pretty good, solid movie to, wow, this is one of the best Marvel movies they've ever made. And with Endgame, I'm at the point where it, I'm already there. Yeah. Like, this is one. This is awesome. Yeah. And maybe yeah. when I want to, like in a year, I'll think, you know, or a couple months, I'll think about it and I'll push it down a little bit. But purely based on just the way I felt and the emotions I felt during that entire movie and all these little moments that we talked about in this review, I mean, for me, it's, it's a nine, nine and a half. Yeah. Like it's, a, you know, yeah. it's somewhere, it's, it's just, it's, it hit all the marks that as a hardcore MCU fan and a pretty solid comic book fan and it, it hit everything that you could ever ask for. So I'd go nine, 9.5 like rugs on this movie. And um, I mean, we'll see what the future holds, but I definitely would say it, you know, this and infinity war is, is an, is an amazing one, two punch. And this, in addition to watching all the other films is is amazing it's it's a great cap to this entire run which is really i can't can't believe what they've done with it it's hard to rate this on its own as a movie because it's so much more yeah i I don't even understand some of the debate between infinity war and this because they're made by the same fucking people it was intended to be a part one and part two This is basically one gigantic film. It's one awesome six-hour fucking Avengers right. movie that I cannot wait to sit down and watch. If they came out, they should show both of these in the theater. Just have them fucking, both of them running back-to-back would be fucking amazing. Uh, can you, is it too soon to rank it in a uh, number of MCU movies for you? I mean, I'm going to right now say it's probably in my top five. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember what I put my top five as. I don't, yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean, it. The, the just the amount of work and the the accomplishment of and the love of characters and callbacks and musical callbacks and lines. I mean, there's just so much in it that I just respect the amount of effort, yeah. like the the, yeah. the amount of care and detail that went into it. So I mean, to for all that to happen, I, I have to put it in a top five Marvel. Film. I'm at the same place. I was, I'm leaning nine and a half. I've never seen anything like this before. As far as, you know, did I like it better or said infinity war, the, all the reasons you just said, the care, the callbacks, the closure, the rewarding, the loyal fans. Uh, you know, I liked it just as much, but right now I thought this movie was amazing. The, the whole journey together, the whole journey of the MCU, I, another great Easter egg. The very first line is Clint going, can you see where you're going? Uh, it's all about how we get there, right. which is like a meta reference to the MCU itself from Iron Man, where they had no idea where they were going. How They, they knew that they there. knew that they wanted to beat the Avengers. They had no idea. They had how no idea there. how to get there. So for that right now, it is definitely 
top five for me. Uh, but here's the thing. I was just watching on FX. They're playing Winter Soldier. Yep. And on the one hand, that movie is the most realistic, grittiest, badass, the fucking action. I forgot how good it is. Uh, unbelievable. And then on the other end of the spectrum, the same people have given me the most perfect comic booky superhero comic book movie you could ever make <laughs> right now. So it's hard to even compare those, you know? It's hard to compare. Winter Soldier is probably a better film. Right. But Winter Soldier is a pretty good, you know, for the most part, self-contained film. Yeah. This is a movie that you can really only appreciate having seen everything yeah. else. Yeah. 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 It is unique in a class by it, itself. It is absolutely it, a class of its it, own. Uh, yes. It is a movie that should not work. And it I does. mean, they have does. invented their own genre and made it successful and I nailed mean, it. Remember, look, think back to 2012 when Avengers was going to come out yeah. and how much people were going, how the hell are they going to make right. a movie There's with only six, six, only six, six superhero <laughs> movies? <laughs> There's only superhero six characters. of the fuckers. And now you get the end game where you have a final battle where I, I, did they have 40, 50 Probably actors Probably every, Yes, everybody. You know? It's crazy. Unbelievable. And they pulled it off. You can only do that by introducing all these characters just like you do it in a comic book right you know you 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 know the universe you start you you know these individual movies and you don't really need to like give them a lot of lines of screen time they just need to be there and have that have a moment you know and yeah. then you'll feel like that that person okay when this shit went down he was there right. she was there it so resonates. That's all you really yeah. need to do. I mean, huge thanks and props to Kevin Feige and the MCU and the Russo brothers for pulling off this unbelievable dream, this fucking geek dream of everyone. And and what makes it so amazing is that you look at other studios that have tried yep, to do this they've and come they've and gone, failed yeah. miserably. Nobody has been able to reproduce. Like no this. one's gotten yeah. close. The the closest, the, honestly. The closest thing right now, yeah. currently, yeah. is the fucking monster verse with Godzilla and King Kong. That's yeah. the legitimately the closest thing. Just like the Justice League DC's was terrible. Done. That's failed. Mo- ah. Movies, mo- uh, Universal Monsters was ah. terrible. Yeah. Spider Man's thing was terrible. Ah. X Men is fucking falling ah. apart. Like the only legit thing that can even resemble this is the, the Godzilla monster verse. It, if it makes money, if right. it makes if money, it and makes. It's but, I mean, Godzilla and King Kong were both successful. Yeah. We'll see how the King of the Monsters ends yeah. up. But, I'm hoping people see it. Yeah. But um yeah, this is going to I mean this this is so great. Like we're in this time where everything's wrapping up. Star Wars wrapping up, uh Avengers is wrapping up. All of these things are coming they're to They're coming a close to an end, but Thrones. there will be more also. Yeah. So it's like it it kind of feels good to know that there's a new beginning yes. coming. Um and right now we're in the crux we're in the transition of the Godzilla universe yeah. too. Yeah. So like we, we th- that's a roll of the dice yep. like down the road if if that's gonna be something that could also become something if people go so um it's gonna it's interesting this is gonna play out crazily I I feel bad for Hellboy getting <laughs> that, I mean just forget about wow. that wow but uh, <laughs> great time to be alive if you're a fucking yeah if you're genre a geek fan, yeah genre geek good I stuff mean, this might be the pinnacle Who this knows? I don't know if we'll ever see anything of this at this global international I really felt like I was watching this movie with the whole world. You know, well, well, the whole world is watching. You forgot about the Fast and the Furious. Oh, that's the that's only other game. Yeah, I, did, I did forget franchise. about that, and I'll give that yeah. credit too. That's doing really well, dude. I, apparently, Keanu is going to be in Hobbs and Shaw. What the fuck? Oh shit! 
Oh, yeah. Possibly. Oh, really? I'm kind of excited to see that movie. (laughs) It looks like a lot of fun. One last thing before we get to news from the nation. If you waited to the very end of the movie, no post credit scene, which is kind of what I wanted. I was glad. Let it rest. But, uh, Anthony, did you catch the little audio tribute? Iron Man. If you hear a clanging of metal, uh, similar. A lot of people have speculated a lot of different things. Is this somebody making a new Molinaire? Is this, uh, but what it reminded oh. me of was Iron Man working on his suit it's in the, the cave. It's the same yeah, sound. Yes, the audio from him. Yeah, the from cave. Iron Man, which I thought it was a nice, subtle little tribute. I, I did catch a Jock and Nerd Nation um, post maybe a month or two prior to yeah. this movie coming out where someone posted some sort of spoilers, and I did look at that for a brief second. Yeah. I'm glad to note that those were wrong. All of them were wrong. Everything they was wrong. wrong. They, they, I mean, there was a, they put in a post credit scene where. You at the end there's there's an alley and you hear like the these blades come out. Snicket, you hear Snicket? Yeah. Nah, yeah. that'd have been not too so, much, too soon. Yeah, I agree with the the no post credit for this one. It's not about what's coming. It's after. not. It's about, this, this it's is about it. This 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 twenty two year yes. or twenty two film run. And I don't think we're gonna see the X Men maybe four or five years. At least don't don't bring the X Men in. It's yet. gonna be a while. All right, news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I feel 10 pounds lighter. I don't know why. Uh, Here's where I got some comments and voice messages from our listeners, starting with a tweet from listener Bob Brasky at Bob Brasky. Which I know that SNL skit where that name comes from. Oh, that's where it's yes. from. Like that sounds like a character. Bob, Bob Brasky. Also, his avatar is a picture of Mister Rogers. So I don't know who the fuck this guy is. But cool. he says at Jock and Nerdcast, when's the next Jock and Nerd roast? The nerd talks too much. The jock is not a jock, and the felty thinks he's a philosopher. I enjoy each week. Keep it up, Jock and Nerd. <laughs> Thank you very much. If a tree falls <laughs> and no one's there to hear it, you can shove it up your yeah, ass. Yes, you can. <laughs> Wise words from the felty. Thank you, Bob Brasky. Yeah. Uh, moving on, I got a uh, note from Austin Clements, recent Patreon supporter, uh, new $10 a month supporter last month, last week, Whoa. I think he joined last week. He says, hey there, Jock and Nerd, you too, rug boy. I'm not too savvy with Patreon just yet, so I figured I'd give this a try. If you decide to share some of this, what's up, nation? Thank you for the shout out this past weekend. I've been listening to you all since I think episode 206. Jock and Nerd. I've been catching up on prior episodes and can't wait to start combing through the Patreon feed. With that being said, I came up with a short list of movies for your consideration in case you reviewed it previously. Number one would be Starship Troopers. Childhood favorite. Get it. And just seems to get better with age. Maybe you feel the same way. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Let me break in here. Austin, now that you are subscribed to the Patreon, you will find our Patreon-exclusive review of Starship Troopers. Done. Already done. Uh, Number two would have to be Zombieland. I rewatched this the other night and forgot about how much I love the subtle humor the cast provides. Somehow I feel Abigail Breslin would drive Rugboy crazy, but hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, that's the movie Woody Harrelson's and uh, what's his name? Jesse uh, Zuckerberg. Eisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Eisenberg. Yes. Jesse Zuckerberg. Je- Jesse Zuckerberg. Luthor. On the ridiculously low chance both of these movies have been reviewed. I have one last offering. The movie doesn't need much explanation. Feel free to choose this before the others if you like. Simply stated, Kung Pao, enter the fist. Oh, shit. <laughs> you are all awesome and provide much laughter, nerdy information for me to regurgitate at the office and a strong sense of camaraderie amongst the nation. 
Thank you all for all that you do. Thank you, Austin, for listening. Austin, you're awesome. Your Which support. movie are we going to review for him? Well, I believe it would be, we can, I don't know. Zombieland we, or We can just Kong. say that we did uh, Starship Troopers and be done no, with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, we'll do yeah, you're, uh, you're good. Kung Pao Into the Fist. I don't know. That one sounds fun. We'll pick one, Austin. Don't yeah, we'll do worry. One of those. And finally, I have a uh, audio message from Jimmy the Geek checking in. Hey, what's going on, Imran, Anthony, and Rugboy? This is Jimmy the Geek. Hey, so uh, I haven't sent a message in a while. Uh, Imran actually helped me out the other day. Um, I was having an issue with the Patreon, and uh, he was kind enough to uh, give me some of his time and help me out. So I thought to myself, I haven't, you know, I haven't uh, messaged you guys in quite some time. Uh, main reason I was going to send a message is because I remember when I first started listening, it's been you know almost about two and a half years since I've joined the fan club and been part of the show and, and all that good stuff. But I remember one of the first things I asked Imran was if you guys could do a review of Gotham. And uh, since then, obviously, we know that show's kind of gone off a cliff. Well, actually, it kind of has been off the cliff the entire time. But uh, anyway, uh, Imran, I remember, did a review like the next week. So it was one of those cool things where I asked for something for the show, and you guys did it right away. So anyway, I was thinking that since the show is coming to an end and the series finale is coming up, it might be kind of cool for old time's sake for you to just do a quick review of the series finale. Uh, thought it might be kind of fun. I know uh, only Imran and I are still watching out of everybody in this group, but, you know, uh, it might be kind of fun to kind of watch the last episode and kind of give your final thoughts. I know you guys used to do reviews of the show uh, when you first started the podcast. So anyway, just my uh, little suggestion. Um, I know you guys have the Avengers Endgame stuff going and all that. So, you know, maybe in a couple weeks or something. But anyway, I hope things are good. And uh, thanks for all you do. Jack and Nerd. Jack and Nerd. Well, Jimmy, yeah, so nice. I know. I love hearing he's from like, Jimmy. He's so sweet about it. He's a nice dude. Um, this is what I'll tell you. I was curious to check out the last episode, so I'll watch it. And it, uh, if anybody else wants to watch it, I'll Rugs, do it. let's do this, because this is funny. This is another thing that's en- ended this week. The final episode, season five of Gotham, just aired this past Thursday. Please don't put it in the same category as these other two things. I'm just saying it's a thing that's ending. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and I watched it. Rugs, watch the last two episodes you have to. All because right. there's a time jump between them. They do some fucked up shit. You see Batman from behind and the shadows. Don't spoil it then. Why tell him to watch it and then tell Do I fuck Batman from behind? You fuck Batman from behind. It's in the commercials. <laughs> or don't, don't tell him to. Don't spoil it. You Let don't see it. anybody. Oh, we, stop. Please stop talking. We'll watch. Let him watch <laughs> it. Why am I going to watch it? Watch the last two episodes and then we'll review that for Jimmy the Geek. We'll put All it right, on I'll Patreon. Watch sure. Just for Jimmy. Uh, but yeah, that horrible show is over. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I, I quit a long time yeah, ago. So yeah. my watching the last episode would not mean anything. You should, I mean, honestly, you could kind of still watch the last two episodes if you haven't been watching. It's batshit crazy that you would fucking catch up on it. Uh, mm. It's uh, whatever. Jimmy, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, he's not, no, not going to do it. <laughs> but Jimmy, for you, I love Jimmy the Geek. Rugs and I will do a Patreon. He will eventually be on my spinoff show, too. I've already Oh, wow. Awesome. I love when this comes together. Last thing in the show before we wrap up, fellas, I have a link in this show, and I wanted to get your honest reaction to a photo of a late birthday gift for the nerd, yours truly, from our Santa Claus on behalf of the Jock and Nerd Nation. Don't click it yet. Know. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to, Rugs, you ready? You see it? Yeah. I'm going to count to three, click it, and then I just want you to react and describe to the listener what the photo is. Okay? Three, two, one, click it. <laughs> what is this and how inaccurate is this? What? 
What? Who did this? Well, what is it? Tell and, the listener what you're okay. looking at. It is Imran's head on a fat Spider-Man body. Oh, shit. Bobblehead style. Geek boner. I'm a bobblehead, people. Holy shit. Imran Javed, hero. That's what it says on the bottom, and it's me maskless. As it's sitting right here. I'm bobbling the that head. Santa Claus on behalf of the Jock and Nerd Nation. I feel like... Maybe all the, the group people came together and b- listener, I have in front of me a customized bobblehead of myself. And first off, it's very flattering. <laughs> you are giving way too much yes. credit to the amount of pigment in this man's hair. <laughs> yeah, it's very and amount of hair. Like I'm my thinning yeah. too. I can touch in some white to make it more accurate. Uh, it's got brown hair. Maybe it should be black, but I think it looks like me. It's a pretty it does good look like you. Yeah, it's a good likeness. It looks kind of like him, Ron. I, I thank you for being complimentary on the body because it's that body is way better than my body right now. Is it not tubby? I thought I saw a little belly. No? Yeah, no, it's not that tubby. I will, no. listener. I will post this picture in the show notes. It'll be on social media. Wow. Uh, thank you, guys, everyone involved for getting me. <laughs> This uh, custom bobblehead of me as Spider-Man. It's the most amazing. Th- I can't. Can I just say we have the most amazing listeners, Anthony. When I we started this, much like the journey the MCU has taken, we've gone through twists and turns that I never thought that I'd be sitting here with people who made a fucking bobblehead of me. This is amazing. As oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. I was talking to um, Jason Dutch, who's host of The Voice from the Underground. Yes, he does. And he he complimented the listeners, and I have to agree. Like he says, we have this some sort of we have a hardcore, like almost symbiotic relationship with our listeners. You got they're amazing. They interact with us, and we appreciate them, and we interact with them, and we've created an, an awesome community. So I, I, the fact it's been amazing. I, the fact that I know so many people's names, and I feel like I know you guys personally. I love all you guys so much for everything you do, helping us out, all the duty. Like it's uh, this is what. This is better than anything. This community is unbelievable. Rugs, what do you think? Listen, you just sometimes you sit in a basement and you think you're just yelling into the void yes. and no one's no one cares. And you know, the 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 truth is is like you'd like to think that, you know, there's millions of people listening to you and they're all like enthralled. But the thing is there are people that are listening and they are enthralled and they're involved and they're getting they're putting stuff in and they're they're submitting things and they're becoming part of our story. Like, like our listeners are part of the show. Hey, you, the listeners have definitely enriched my life. I've yeah, learned many so, things and I'd much rather have small loyal than a million people listening and nobody writes in and you don't know anything a, about. Yeah. Them. It's a good I mean, point. When we, yeah, go ahead. When we want, when we do a thing, like uh, we send something out, usually people respond and, 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 and they, they come to the rally. They, they rally to the cause and, and uh, we may not hit every single goal that we have, but I mean, we know that they're there. Yeah, we, yeah. we we hear you. Yeah. We we know you. Yeah, it's so, amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. one of those things too, where you know our listenership is so involved that it's helped me create you know another show. Yeah. and I've interviewed a lot yep. of our listeners. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where we it's it's amazing. We're all they, fam, they're, they're, fam. We're all fam. I guess you know. It's just I can't think of a ton of other. Like I listen to a, a good amount of podcasts, and I can't think of a, lo- a lot of them that have the amount of listener interaction and the amount of um, back and forth conversation yes. that we have. This is a two way show. You're never going to hear Joe Rogan fucking shout out a guy who wrote in. This is never going to happen. 
You can you right. can tell you can literally tell me what to do on the show and I'll fucking do it. Talking nerd. <laughs> for better like, or worse. Yes, this is for our, better this or worse. Our shared universe. It you know? is. We've created our like, own MCU with you, with the listener. You know, we have our own in- inside jokes. We yeah. have our own things. This is we our own, our own Howard everything. Stern wag pack. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. And I love all you guys. It means yeah. so much. I don't have like yeah. Mike, Mike Rips. I was going to say I don't have the words, but that's the words. Mike Rips' joy is how I feel having yeah. you guys listen. Rugs, where can they find you online? You can find me online at Really Rugboy on Twitter. So come by and say hello. Come by and say hello. Visit our website, joggingnerd.com slash 270 for show notes to this episode. Everything we talked about, our Amazon affiliate links. Another way you can help us out. Subscribe for free wherever you listen. Like we said, we are now on Pandora. Oh, shit. So if you like Pandora, you hang out in there. You don't got to go to another app to listen. Just add us to your collection. We will be there. Just do it anyway. Just add, yeah, you know what? Do it. It'd be good for yes. us for like for Pandora to see that Correct. we have all these people signing up. So. We need to show Pandora. We got followers. Start clicking. Start adding it. Follow us on Instagram, at Jock and Nerd, Twitter, at Jock and Nerdcast. And if you like the show, if you made you laugh, tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Right, Anthony? That's right. And that's that is it. Damn right. No, I wasn't texting. I'm listening. Are you texting? No. Good. No. Well, it's fine because we're done. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. We'll keep you next time. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> I see that you know your judo well.